0: Hello. Hello, Merlin. Good morning, Dan. How are you?
1: I am doing pretty good. How
0: are you doing? Yeah. I, I Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a tough day.
1: Are you? I, I, yeah, I, am, I mean- my, Are you still yeah. on the
0: floor at the- uh, Well, Apple okay. Event? All right. I didn't want to talk about this, but um, <laughs> I was asked to leave the show floor. Were you forcibly and, detained
1: or- um,
0: It's complicated for a lot of reasons. Um, so yeah, I mean, big event huge event huge yesterday yeah you know somewhere somewhere somebody hit a button a bunch of video rolled right <laughs> i was down on the show floor and and i mean you're no? always okay. there you were there you're always there i'm there i got a clipboard i got oh you was that 365
1: uh no i went to the uh the h-e-b waterloo uh, we don't say uh, that
0: brand. anymore waterloo
1: yeah. what's what? <laughs> called waterloo that's the name of the yeah i'll send you a picture
0: Oh, I guess they rejected Hitler invading uh, Leningrad. (laughs) I mean, Um, you know, that was last year. They have to keep it uh, fresh. Oh, sure. You know, know, this is complicated because, Dan, I've been using, you know this story, but I've been using Apple Macintosh products since 1987. And I've I've been reporting on the industry, uh, on the business, on the ins and outs of this rapidly growing field of uh, Apple Macintosh. Gosh, since Christ, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty can. Mm -hmm. Pardon my (laughs) saying. Um, Waterloo. (laughs) Hmm. Couldn't escape if I wanted to. Wait, God damn it! Where's my? Oh jeez. Oh no. What happened now? I think some. Now it's on top of everything. I think somebody took my bell. Oh, you know what? I moved it because my bass kept hitting it. Okay, it's here somewhere. Dan, I've been <laughs> I've been using a Macintosh, uh, Apple computer for you know, so so like like every year, really two two three times a year as as a tech reporter, right? I show up. I go to the show floor, and there's a guy. There's a and I say, "Where's my odd walla?" 'Cause I love my box lunch, my cookie, and my odd walla. And the guy says, there's, there's no, you have to leave. And I said, I'm not gonna leave. I said, I've been using a Macintosh Apple since since nineteen hundred and eighty seven and I'm I'm here to report on the show for he said he said and he said he was real I mean, he was nice but condescending in that way, and he's all he goes, he goes, Sir, like he's like he's had to do this with me before, which he has. His name's Gerald. And, I and you think
1: him. he remembers you?
0: Yes, he remembers me because I'm always asking for the Oddwalla. And he says, he says, <laughs> sir, there is no show floor because there is no show. Someone somewhere on the peninsula right. of the San Francisco Bay Area hit a button, and then, and then uh, Tim, Tim Cook came out and did some jibs and jabs. They had some fun. And I said, listen, I'm here, I'm here to get the tech headlines, I'm here for the tips and tricks, but primarily I'm here for Oddwalla. And at this point, he was extremely exasperated. He uh-huh. said, well, first of all, there is no show floor because there is no show. But I wasn't I wasn't done yet. I said, Well then where's the odd walla? He says, because there's no show, there is no awalla, there's no sandwich, there's no cookie. And I said, I would like I would like a passion punch odd because I've got a long day of reporting from the show floor. Right. And this is when I have to say he was professional about it, but this is when I think he was crying a little bit, and he said, Well, okay, there's no show, so there's no show floor, there's no odd um, also there is there is no passion punch odd and there never has been also, the Odwala brand was shut down by Coca-Cola in August of 2020. And at this point, I felt like I had had about enough. But then he kind of picked me up, not by the scruff of my neck, but by, by the back of my um, Macintosh Apple hoodie. And he very gently kind of guided me toward the door. I said, where's the tips and tricks? Where's the wallas? And, and then he actually used this phrase, like, like, he was, like, he was, like, uh, like he was an air host. He said, once again... There are none of those things here. <laughs> he said also so, they um, haven't done, they so also haven't detained. done. You were detained. He, yes. And he said also they haven't been in San Francisco for six years. So okay. <laughs> anyway, I don't, I'm in a, I'm in a rough position. I'm, I now I'm, I'm now, I'm the one playing catch up now. Cause you know, I'm Heinz up. If I had a, a description and now right. I'm out there and I'm having to go read the, read what the, 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 the Snells and the Morons of the world. Of of what uh, what now? I, I got to, to hear, know
1: just to know what's going on. That's it. I got to hear
0: it. Casey List summarizing Chief. I don't know. I don't I don't know my dick from a hole in the ground. I don't know where this shit or go sailing. It's very complicated, <laughs> Dan. You know I don't know if I've been using a Macintosh Apple since uh, I want to say 1987 or so.
1: 87 is that when you when you began the desktop publishing? In uh, was that college for you? That was college. Right? Oh, that's
0: so interesting. You should ask. I watched this story. You know the human memory is a dangerous thing. I, I'm yeah. re, I'm like a walking Charlie Kaufman movie title. Because there's a lot of confusion, and I the the thing I said for a long time, I used to say to people, I said, I said the reason I started using a Mac is because my girlfriend in college broke up with me, and I couldn't use her. Uh, oh God, we had a funny name for it—the Motorola word processor. We had a funny name for it. It was the one with like the orange letters on the screen, and it was an all-in-one. It was like hipster Capro, and uh, the and then that's what that's what drove me away. Her, her her horrible, thoughtless breaking up with me is what led me. Mm to To the Macintosh uh, room over in the math building of all things. <laughs> there's a guy, you know, there's one guy over here, and he's doing his thesis about fractals. Another guy's over here doing his thesis on Gödel, Escher, Bach, and recursion. And, and I'm over here trying to get uh, David Letterman sounds loaded on my talking moose. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> yeah. and uh, and I had a dream last night that I met David Letterman. I told him that fact, and he's he was nice about it. He was civil about it, but it would say things like, "All the hot towels and free peanuts in the world aren't going to take care of that." So, uh, then I, uh, my, uh, my, uh, really wonderful first college girlfriend, you know, you, you never forget college. And th- we went and we had breakfast one day and here in San Francisco, she was in town on business. We had a very nice visit and she said, Oh, and by the way, your internet radio show, you keep saying that I broke up with you. Do you honestly remember that as the way that it happened? And I, I think I made this noise. Ugh. And then uh, she says to me she says y- you totally broke up with me and you weren't very nice about it. And I said, "You know what? Your story sounds more like me. So I think that's right." <laughs>
1: Did you ever change it? Did you do any kind
0: of like uh I'm doing it right now. This is it's oh. called reparations. I'm I'm going I I still I still write her a check for $8 every month. And you can't even buy an Walla with it because they discontinued the brand in August of 2020.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Did you know that? No, I mean no. If I asked you today, I said, "Hey, could you go get me an Onwalla?" Well, you wouldn't think that's weird, right? I mean, a go, a Gowalla, maybe. Is that gulla Gowalla?
1: You know, Gowalla, the check-in uh, guys? Pizza Pizza. The, before the foursquare.
0: Okay. square. Oh, for, oh, Walla Walla. Go-walla. Okay, that's yeah. that. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? The dig guy made that, right? Um, dig Nation, they called it.
1: No, no Josh he made, Williams
0: He made he made Nunchuck. Nunchuck.org was his, right? Chuck
1: Yeah.
0: Bandu. Banta? Bantu. Bantu. Bothan. He made bothan.org and many. Bo- Boson. Died.
1: Basan. I think you're
0: thinking of bo- Boson. Boson's whistle. God. I particle. can't whistle like I used to. Any, anyway, I feel bad about that. Lynn was, Lynn was awesome. She was really nice. And she's a rare case of, of somebody who tolerated actually literally staying friends with me afterward. She's the best. And um, Does she listen? what else? I don't think so. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of things get around. I had a very strange thing happen the other day. There's a, I don't follow a lot of famous people on Twitter. Um, and, and the people that I do follow a lot of the time I end up following because of lists. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to double follow. I don't want to crowd. I don't want to see stuff multiple times. I don't want to jam up my, my thing with all, all the people and their, and their jibes and jabs. I don't want to do that. But a famous person who I follow and greatly admire and enjoy, uh, started following me on Twitter and it's really a strange coincidence because we talked a lot about this famous person, fair amount, on the latest episode of uh, another show I do called By Friday hmm. and, I, and you know I did, I made this noise, I went huh hmm. and I wonder if we got a Twitter snitch out there who told this famous person that I like what they do and now they give me a, a pity follow, I don't know but it made me feel good in any case. Because you know, not because of fame, but just because I like the person. I How do you know it was p- out of pity? How? Why do you assume that?
1: Maybe why they genuinely. You, I mean,
0: why does anybody do anything on Twitter anymore, except as some kind of, out a, of you're saying odd everything that
1: happens on on Twitter is uh, is a, for out of pity, or is pity or, using or Twitter hate. a pitiful thing? Is that what you're trying <laughs> to say?
0: No, it's a, it's a great point. It's mm. like empathy versus sympathy versus timpani. They're different things, right? Uh, t- t- two are drums, and one is Greek, and. <laughs> So, I don't know. I don't actually care, but it was real nice to wake up. And as it happens, this is a famous person who's well-known in our house. And a famous person who's uh, a series on HBO. Actually, we were on the third episode of On the Day That This Happened, which is a funny coinkink. So, that's cool. And uh, I don't know, Dan. I don't know. I um, I do think... I don't like to go over this too many times. Probably it's already too often for people don't want to hear it, but I deactivated my Facebook dingus. I don't know how many oh, years ago. At least oh, congratulations. Th-
1: oh, I thought you were saying it recently.
0: Yeah, no, I just, you know. Yeah, I did I, too. I got rid of mine a few years ago. It's been. The um, QAnon stuff was just getting too mainstream too much. for me. It's too they, much. Well, no, no, not too much, too little. Too much, too little, too, <laughs> too late, like Johnny Mathis said. <laughs> okay. The problem was that everybody out there, they've really, you know, they're not, I think what they're saying is where we go some, we go most. Which is a terrible bumper sticker, you know what I'm saying? Ugh. Uh right, expect us,, I uh, have a mask and a uh, voice thing, but sure. you know in that instance, they're getting really far away from the initial what what Q is bringing to us, which is seven meets three cheeses R- anyhow right. i guess right. I guess what I'm saying is it is always sunny in Philadelphia. I can't get my odd wall up because quote unquote it doesn't quote unquote exist quote, but um I do feel like. I, it's weird to see Facebook only from afar. There are times when, uh, regrettably, there are times when in order to see a thing, the only way that thing exists that I can find is on Facebook. And sometimes that's information about a business, because basically Facebook is their internet. Um, I, I don't want to sound unkind, but like that's, that's a decision you all made, and it doesn't give me uh, good feelings about your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also sometimes if you want to see a video, it's only on the Facebook but uh, so I'm off that as a thing. I've f- I've proactively, preemptively, as I do, blocked every kind of tracker that I can for that. And, and I did join Instagram originally when everybody was just taking photos of birds on wires. I, I famously, somewhat famously said, I just, this is ridiculous. I can't do this anymore. And then I had to rejoin as a challenge for another program I do called Do By Friday. So I was on Instagram for a while. Now I deactivated that. And guess what? I can't see f all. Like it just on log in. If you want to see, you know, John Syracuse's beach or whatever, it's like, oh, can't I even go see the thing, and it wants to log in. But my my feeling is that Instagram, in particular, does a funny thing. I'll get back to Twitter in a second. We have a I have a lot to talk about today, Dan. I got a lot of lines. Is it okay that I'm talking? Is that all right? Yeah, I mean this. I mean it's your show, so because right, otherwise right. we wouldn't really. I mean we shouldn't have a show if I'm not going to talk. Because you sit there in Apple Logic and you can see who talks who talks the most.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah and um, well I mean I, I just want to say we are going to talk about Apple people were asking me on Twitter are, are we? we
0: will talk about the Apple stuff we and will we talk will about go Apple. back to calendaring oh you see did we, we didn't even do a pre-flight on this and you know exactly what I got in the dingus here okay huh huh okay but I think Instagram is a funny thing and I'm not trying to piss from the high ground here but just my impression is what I've heard from my friends about Instagram for at least two or three so years something like that. Is like oh my gosh Instagram is the last place on the internet that has a social component where I actually like being there and it makes me happy, which makes sense because there's a lot of babies and dogs and as ever, it's going to be as good as who you follow mostly, even though they bollocks up all kinds of stuff with your experience and you see lots of yoga pants and like tech <laughs> brasiers or whatever, And whatever. That's fine. That's fine. And my wife buys almost all of it. Um, and so fine. But again, my impression from afar, and I'm not right. trying to yuck on anybody's yum, is that Although people say it makes them very happy, my impression is it doesn't make people as happy as they say or as happy as they think for a couple of reasons. And and one is that Instagram really seems like it has become a place where you are situated to do a kind of performance about how great your life is. And I think a lot of people do that. if They're not not posting, but they're seeing that. And I feel like the the two parts of that, because it's always two things with Instagram, is one is, well, second, that like, It makes you feel bad when everybody's like, oh, here's my feet on a boat because I'm implying how rich and how much time I have, how rich I am. You know what I mean? Feet on a boat is like really telling. It's like, well, here's this oddly intimate, and it's not just feet and boats, but you know what I'm talking about. There's one Instagram I followed when I was on Instagram briefly was the whatever it's called, clones of Instagram or whatever. But it's where somebody would take the time to curate a block of like 25 photos that are almost identical. Like here's the same person looking over the same mountain Which, is you know, it's about as creative as being photographed in front of the Hogwarts Express. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's called a photo opportunity, dude. That's why it's there. But on the one hand, second, I think it doesn't make people happy to see that, or at least not as much as they say. And first, my deeper inkling is that it's not fun to make. And not just for the whole, like, oh, here's a a trend piece on how being an influencer is expensive and difficult. It's more like I, I think... And it, it, this very much jibes with this obsession I've been having lately about how we all perform in public on the Internet, which we've always done, but it just feels like it's gotten to a really strange place to me. I'll talk about another day if you want, but I don't know. And then when I look at Twitter, it's like I listened to a really good episode. I'll put this in show notes. a really good episode of this podcast I've mentioned before that I like a lot called uh, You're Wrong About. And they did this like almost hour and a half long episode yesterday on quote-unquote cancel culture which is maybe what you think it is, but it's mostly not what you think it is, which is the whole point of the show. is like there's something different than the way this has been framed. Another great piece I read this week, see if I can find it for notes, is like how so much of the angry discourse against one another is about the difference in what, a, what words mean, and then not only like sort of not agreeing on the terms that we're using to have these weird, ongoing, endless arguments, but the the, 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 point, the very point of the thing we're trying to talk about is how we can't agree on what that word is. And I feel like on Twitter, it's a, place, it's a place where deliberate misunderstanding can metastasize at scale, and where context can be completely removed, because that's just how it works. And it makes me sad, because mm-hmm. it used to be really fun. Oh, That was sad, Dan. We should, we should talk about happy things. I mean, let's see. Ever... the people feel, I think they tune in to feel happy. Know. They don't tune in to be I bummed think, I, bummed just, out I like think that. they just tune in to feel, you know? Does like that feel yourself, anything? Yeah, like poking Let yourself the with a needle all in the way down. class. Just need to feel something <laughs> <laughs> so many erections and i'm so angry but here's my feet on a boat la 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 <laughs> uh okay uh, so yeah here's what i've got uh just in brief can i can i give you the spin on what i what i what i've uh, been been cooking up if i were the rock absolutely okay here's what i've been cooking. i don't even know the line i i, I followed wrestling but that's well after my time uh, you asked me about dusty roads you know <whistles> coming over to my table or <laughs> I even a little bit of Much Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah, ooh, that was good. And have you done that Thanks, one before? Man. I don't. Didn't think he pass? I, have. I think he passed. Uh, who are we talking about? Oh, he did. He absolutely did. He passed. Dusty passed. And speaking of it, it's always sunny in Philadelphia in 2011. Uh, did
1: you? Did, did we talk about that in 20? And
0: this is what I'm talking about. Well, the other one is Todd. Friend of the show, Todd Vaziri, texted me this morning because we had a really nice dinner, a little one-on-one dinner at uh, Ruth. Ru- what a terrible name, Ruth's Chris. Steakhouse, steakhouse, yeah. Which, know, I, is, which makes it. They're good, a steak. they're good, but they're they they're not my favorite. No, it's okay, it's okay. But the point is, we had we had a very nice dinner there together. together I don't know, three, four, five years ago, and he texted me this morning. Uh, here's another two parter for you. Uh, Ruth Chris is, is closed in San Francisco, and and B, it's been closed since last March. Mm. So much stuff has gone away that I feel like I lost in the lights, to use a baseball term. Like, there's so much stuff from like, I'm just catching up and people are going, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah is reopening, you know, as an outdoor dining facility. And you're like, what? Like, they were closed? Like, and of course they closed. Everything closed. I have a COVID, I have a co- semi-COVID related uh, uh, suggestion to make also. But, um, so that's weird. But, uh, you know, anyway, always signing in Philadelphia, a character called the Maniac played by, uh, by, by Mr. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Who's very good? Now, yeah, you remember he great. can act because you saw him have those fight scenes and they live. Which they is live. Is, I mean, that movie. that movie's a classic movie. Oh, dude, I dude, I watched I watched The Thing again this week, and I swear to Christ, I, I can't believe how often I forget that's one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's a great great movie. It's basically for my purposes, and I know somebody like friend of the show John Syracuse would disagree. I think it's essentially flawless. I think that movie knows so well what it wants to be. And and I, I just sat down and I just watched the thing. I put down my stuff. I watched the thing. And then I was so excited when it was done. I watched the first half of Escape from New York.
1: Oh now that's a movie I probably haven't seen since it came out.
0: I think we're talking all about John Carpenter movies, is why I'm making I'm connecting these songs. Have you noticed though so there's
1: things. a nice pattern hmm. out there with the a director will find an actor?
0: That he likes, and <laughs> yes. I say he because yes. it's
1: usually only the guy directors that do this. So, for example, Tim Burton is Johnny Depp is his euphemism.
0: Yeah, um, for a while, like Winona Ryder, a little bit, but yeah, yeah. somebody has almost like a muse. Like mm-hmm. in his case, he finds something for Johnny different for Johnny Depp to do. So different, Edward Scissorhands yeah. versus Ed Wood. Right. Uh, give me another one. What's another one? Oh, he did that terrible chocolate movie. Yeah. But but, but still you, but still, you, he's yeah, he works around like that's a really. But it's good the same point, thing yeah.
1: with uh, Carpenter had Kurt Russell, right? Absolutely, and then yeah. Scorsese,
0: uh, he's got De Niro and yeah. DiCaprio. Uh-huh. Oh, is it everybody with a duh in their name, right? But like, like all of these movies, like what, regardless Delillo, of what the, the movie the is, actor he'll Don find Delillo. a way to put mm-hmm.
1: that character into the movie and give them the main role. And this this happens though a lot. And if you look at, I mean, I was gonna say Wes Anderson. It would
0: probably oh, be Oh, absolutely Jeff Goldblum, Wes Anderson. But Well Wes Anderson reuses well he yeah, uses a lot of people. In a secondary part, Bill Murray. Bill Murray um, for sure. The guy who plays Mr. Little Jeans, who's, I'm sorry, whose name escapes me. Um, whose real life son, I believe, is the geometry teacher in, in Rushmore. Who I saw at Amoeba Records in the nineties. Uh hardest geometry it. problem hardest geometry problem in the world, that guy. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 mm-hmm. do, do. Mark Mothersbaugh, man, that guy can write a soundtrack. Oh, and um, what's the other one? Um, so Bill Murray. Um, oh, 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 uh, uh a little bit. C- oh, and hang C- on a second, you C- just brought Cassells. up the second
1: thing is they also have relationships famously with, with composers or Danny the people Elfman. that are doing the music. So Danny Elfman goes with all the yeah. Tim Burton stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And then yeah, ab- Mark Mothersbaugh yeah. is with all of the Wes Anderson stuff. Of course, John Williams with all the Spielberg and uh, and that and that whole he genre did, he
0: stuff. He did Jaws. Yeah, He did Close Encounters. I rewatched Close Encounters e. last week. I'm having a huge Spielberg thing right now. Superman. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, I know that Spielberg, Spielberg had nothing I to do with. It, but. Richard Donner. And, 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 All Spielberg one movies, say? every single one of them. Damien Chazelle with, um, I mean, this is not a big one, but I think it's interesting when, when somebody finds a way to use somebody in their movies. Uh, I, th- I feel like maybe, I want to say the Coen brothers do stuff like this too, where they find people to use in different, sorts of things oh i mean i guess a classic up until very recently was uh cliff the mailman in pixar movies or for that matter you know um i mean he was in every pixar movie up until the last few years and now he's a nut unfortunately but um uh damon chazelle in the way that he uses uh just kidding simmons like he's Mm. he's whiplash he's he's whiplash and whiplash Right, right but he's also like the guy who runs the jazz club in la la land
1: Oh, right. And you know what? I just saw him in
0: something else. Um, he's in, he's in, my, my daughter loves him. He's, he's a great, great actor. Invin, he's so good in Invincible. Invincible's voice cast is so great. He's he's in that. And he's oh, the That's you're talking Sandra about the, car, forgot, the uh,
1: Invincible cartoon. The, oh, Amazon, I, Amazon, animated, the Amazon cartoon. Animated,
0: animated. It's really good. The comic is good. And also uh, the television program is very good. And then there's other ones too. Anyway, we could do this all day, much like Captain America. yeah all day. now now what's interesting is Steve Rogers, he's Steve Rogers in, in the uh, Captain America movie, but he's also Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four. A lot of people forget that. Oh, I and forgot that. yes, yes. and he also was was um, he was, uh, he was uh, the skateboard guy in Scott Pilgrim. Lucas 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 Hedges Lucas with the lid off.
1: Don't oh, no, know about that song.
0: Did you see the first Lucas with the lid off? Do you oh like Do you like the work of Michel Gondry? Do you like that director? He he did. Uh, speaking of Charlie Kaufman, he did you know like Eternal Sunshine. He did. I think he did the Sweeting movie with Jack Black. Oh, didn't he do that Schenectady one? You like? Uh, that was directed by Charlie Kaufman and written by him. Okay, but but uh, Michel Gondry maybe the most famous in some ways, or I don't know, famous. But he was first very well known for his music videos, which include Lucas with the lid off. Which include like an amazing Chemical Brothers. The Chemical Brothers one. The one with the train? A, it's got like a kaleidoscope and then the kaleidoscope, everything in the kaleidoscope becomes real. I no. uh, find that for show notes. He did that really good um, White Stripes video with like, it looks like Legos. Um, he's a genius. He's a genius. You know, everything's connected, Dan. Speaking of connections, can I, can I get into my, uh, uh, to a couple little items of recommendations? Oh, yeah, absolutely. A thing, that I, it's a thing that I do, we're going behind the scenes here. One of the things I talk about sometimes is stuff you and I talk about. We don't talk a ton offline, but sometimes uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. But another thing I do, you know what I do, Dan? I have a template that I use for the show notes for this program, and other people may find this useful. Um, a, a word that I'm going to borrow from David Allen and his book, Getting Things Done, what David was the copyright on that? I think it was copyright 2001 David Co. Okay. I think. Okay. I think. I need to check that. Okay. Is what's called trigger. And a trigger is a thing. It's not a thing that makes you feel s- sad about a previous trauma. A trigger in this instance is, a- is something that will help you to um, remember, realize, or cognify something. So, a good trigger when you're doing your weekly review in GTD, a good trigger is looking at next week's calendar, looking at last week's calendar obviously looking at your inbox, but anything that's gonna generate things. like For example, when I'm leaving the house in the morning, I think about, is there, a, is there a trigger? Is there anything I need to like review to remind me what needs to happen this morning, this afternoon, today, tonight, tomorrow, et cetera? And I think for every podcast one does, it's not the one is out of ideas, but it's always interesting to say like, oh, what's a thing I, I would like to mention that I might forget to mention? So you know what I do, I have links for all my different shows. And one of my links, I have three links there's always three things with my links for this program. I look at my YouTube history. I look at my Insta-Paper queue. And I look at recent stuff I bought on Amazon. Now, is that because I want to recommend a video, I want to recommend an article, or I want to make you buy something? It's not. It's just that it stimulates some idea of like, oh, that reminds me. Here's a thing. That was awesome that, you know, the, the it really is a trigger. It could be a trigger for remember to mention this Wendover Productions video about COVID shortages. But it could also be a trigger to just say, oh, that reminds me of this other thing. Because that's how the brain works, especially at my age. Doesn't that seem like a smart idea, having triggers?
1: I mean, it, those are the best mm-hmm. way I've heard the use of
0: trigger in a while. So I like it. I'll say yes. Wow. I'll buy wow. into that. Okay. You buy that for a dollar. <laughs> now, what about, what about, uh... What movie is that from? I was just,
1: I buy that for a dollar. I, was I thinking, buy that for a dollar. Where $1? is that from?
0: Guns, guns, guns. You want some more? Yeah. You I'll have, c- you have 20 seconds to comply. Um, Dick, I'm very disappointed. You no, just tell me you're killing me. No, we're not done. I got more. I, this is off the dome. I'm not even, I'm not even looking at the page. Um... Uh, uh, you may want to go to a. Oh, RoboCop, center. RoboCop, right? Where's my bell? It's RoboCop. Oh, Ring, oh, Ring the Where's bell. my goddamn bell? I, 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 moved it because my bass keeps hitting it. And my bass is long, like the human memory. I don't know where I put my bell. I, sh- I could play the bass instead. would be an I
1: thought you were uh, mainly, um, mainly the Jews harp. Oh.
0: Wow, that's called the Hebes, the Hebes harp. <laughs> <laughs> they make them into matzah, and so the point of that was for Hoven. He's tale of the modern Jesus. He's um uh, he he has people like that, doesn't he? Where Schwarzenegger goes, Nya! Oh, you want to hear my you want hear my favorite line from Total Recall? Can I perform it for you? Was
1: that it? I have a feeling. No, I no, I got to really commit. Hang on a second. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, I can describe the scene. That's because it starts.
0: Oh, it's so many scenes. He goes, nah! gonna it starts say, with it's, it's every and scene. And he goes, the movie. Og. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> mainly when he's strapped into the chair. That's what person. has happened his, to the show. I don't and his know. His big teeth are out because we're talking about collaboration. That's what mm. it's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I uh, discovered this this channel and it's very popular YouTube channel a long time ago, and I rediscovered it the other day. Wendover Productions, yes, it's extremely well known. Um, but I, like, I love this fellow's videos. I think it's mainly one person. He In his ads, he talks about his team, but you know he's the only talent that we see on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one that I wanted to mention, because I found this so thought-provoking. So, sometimes my favorite sorts of things are where there's something where I have a hunch that there's something like an answer for something, might be a turns-out answer, but then when somebody sort of lays it all out, you go like, oh, okay, if all that is accurate, that makes a ton of sense. And so you'll find this in show notes for this episode. We'll tell you about show notes in just a second. I'm clicking. Uh, this is uh, the Wendover production. It's called, uh, why, the, why There Are So Many Shortages, Peren, It's Not COVID. Um, and I, yeah, I spoil. I don't want to spoil this for you, but um, it's just a lot of stuff that you know about. You know about Boba, the Boba shortage, maybe. Like, you know about the Suez Canal. You may know about all these different things where we're like, oh, my gosh, what happened? Or the famous one that he does so well in this is Cars not the movie franchise, but where, like, it's difficult. Okay, so we all know that the, sh- the chip shortage has, has had a role in why it's difficult to manufacture cars. But what he, what he draws out of this is like, okay, but that's just, that's true. Oh, and by the way, when he says uh, why there's now so many shortages, it's not COVID, he says, well, it's like saying, did, did an iceberg sink the Titanic? And it's like, well, yes, kind of. But given the, the way the Titanic was built, it just happened to be that iceberg that day. The, the design flaws of the Titanic would have eventually come up. Does Lehman Brothers folding, was that the cause of the recession? Well, yes, kind of. It doesn't explain the set of conditions that led to a Lehman Brothers being able to get away with what they did. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And so here he's saying, yes, COVID is a thing, but not COVID in the way you thought. In some cases, yeah, there's a COVID, like there's basically two ports in America very near one another, that are responsible for at least a plurality of the stuff that comes into the U.S., which is Los Angeles and Long Beach, and yeah, there are a bunch of people out, so they they couldn't load as fast, but he also then gets into like, yeah, but here's the reason. For every 100 containers on a ship that came from China, we only send back 40, so guess what? Now there's not enough containers in the place they need it, and because they're so understaffed and so busy, it doesn't make financial sense to load up empty containers when you can't even handle bringing in the containers that you follow? And it all relates. It's, all, it's just incredible. It's incredible to see all this laid out and how something like COVID coming along could be the reason for the Alaskan tourist industry having problems. Because you can't be an Alaskan tourist without a car. You can't get a car because there's no cars to rent. Because at the beginning of COVID, all, most of the rental companies sold off a bunch of their fleet. So now they usually sell off some fleet and then buy. But guess what? You can't buy because of the chip problem. Why is there a chip problem? Because a bunch of those companies cut their chip orders and then lost their place in line to things that make Ethereum mining and stuff like that. Anyway, Wendover Productions, I think he does a great job. Um, you, you'll find that in show notes. Another one that I like, I didn't put this in notes. I can put it in notes. Another one I really loved is uh, similar to a very good episode of Planet Money, basically explaining what's, what's, what's up with recycling, like what happened with recycling, why plastics recycling in, I'm going to use my words. Plastics recycling was only viable briefly as a business because of a unique set, one time set of economic conditions involving China, ships, oil, et cetera. I love stuff like this, Dan. I, I love these sorts of videos. Wendover Productions. You ever see any of those videos? He talks, you know what you would like? He talks a lot about um, the airline industry, like why planes fly slower now than they used to. I would like You that. know. Yeah, Wendover. Um, hey, Dan, where would people find show notes for episode five, three, four of your back to work program? They're going to go to back slash
1: five, three, four. That'll take them right where they need to go.
0: Right where they need to go. Mm-hmm. I want to say about something I like, which is the made in pan. I, I know we don't have a, a, a sponsor. Oh, you, you got one? the
1: pan. You're using the pan. Touch I, the I pan. Kiss the
0: pan. Kiss the, I kiss the pan. I did. <laughs> pan kisses you. Mm. Um, and uh, that man's gone now. But um, I, um, yeah, I, know, I yes. got the pan. We, we, uh, now, like I told you, I said this to Roderick. I think I screwed up a little bit. I should have got the, the Fonzie, as we say in our house. There's Fancy. And then if it's fancier then fancier, it's Fonzie. I should have gotten the Fonzie stainless steel one because uh, I've never had one of those. And unless, if, if I'm being honest, they're given to, the, this to me gratis, so I should get a Fonzie one. We got the, the, the no-stick one, and it rules. I'm just here to say, this is, the, I mean, they do pay us, it's like, it's like my friend Marco says, you can pay me to talk about it, but you can't pay me to like it. We got this pan, and uh, it's really good. My wife and I both really like it, the build quality. It's built, built like a, a brick poop house. Why like do you feel like you should have? Wait, you got the nonstick one, or you got the stainless I got the plaid? nonstick, and I feel like I... I. I, I so basically, anytime somebody, like our, our friend Moises, reaches out and says, oh, by the way, this company wants to send you a thing. And I say, well, thank you very much. And they say, well, go pick from these. Pick, pick the sheets that you want pick the um you know you know what I mean it makes sense right like get the thing that you would be you would find most useful so then you could talk about it because it's useful to you this is again we're talking about inside baseball here which is a baseball term and, and right. a publication yes and um I uh and I said oh yeah you know what's the what's another example another example would be oh we got that cool uh that ca- carving knife with, with the fork so anytime uh, something like that comes up the very first thing I do is contact my my partner my partner my spouse person, and I say, hey, can you go look at this page and see which one of these you want? That way, you know, my household gets the benefit as well as me. And uh, she said, oh, we could use a new nonstick pan, which is true. I, you know, uh, we got paid for the ad, but I just want to say I had not—I was not in receipt of the pan at the time. I really like it. Now, they didn't pay for this, did they? No, you, they did not them for you an, no. it's called an I, ad I mean, we can conference. try to retroactively charge for it. You do all the other shows too. They're not going to go back and listen to all of them. How will they know? Spot check. How would they I don't know. know. They call it dynamic D-A-I. D-I-E. Dynamic ad insertion. And boy, is it bad. And then what was my other recommendation was... Um, oh, I just wanted to... Excuse me. Um, I also wanted to mention, Um, you know, I use Safari Uh, for my stuff because I do love how it all syncs up and everything. But, mm-hmm. you know, A, Firefox has gotten good. And B, there are extensions that I really miss. And I... I had these before, but they've been approved. i am using them. If you use the Firefox web browser, uh, a couple of extensions I wanted to recommend apropos of Amazon and their increasingly semi useless review system and rating system. Um, I got browser plugins, Firefox browser plugins for Review Meta and Fake Spot, which are two sites uh, or services that using different amounts of mojo and secret sauce evaluate. With a great level of specificity, not just like the, the top level is okay, on Amazon, this item has 25,000 reviews with an average of 4.8. And you're like, wow, that must be really good. And sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, and sometimes it's just difficult to tell. So, review meta and fake spot in different ways you enter, you just paste in the URL for an item. And it uses each one of those sites uses their own secret sauce to figure out not just what that rating should be, but how they derived what that rating should be. And they used the geekiest, coolest stuff to go in and say, first of all, it's very telling when you pop that up and it's two stars lower than what it was on Amazon. But then it says why? Okay, this is an unverified buyer. We wait that this much. Do you follow have you have you used these services, Dan? Did you ever try Review Meta in particular? Yeah, Review Meta, but I heard about it from you. Yeah, review meta is a fake spot. Well, mm-hmm. here's the cool thing though. <laughs> I found myself using this every time I think about because sometimes, like, I'll just be shopping without buying. Like, we're shopping same way we shop for a couch for 20 years. I'm shopping for a new microwave because ours is grody. And but you know that involves a lot of looking at different places, in particular, you know Amazon. But the 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 fake spot. So review meta for whatever reason, I kind of like better to use as a website and service. But the fake spot extension for Firefox is so freaking good. And it really, it really screws with the page.
1: <laughs> the so, it's, I, so if I wanted to install this right now, yeah, sp- yeah, yeah, Fake sure. Spot. They
0: pull it up. Yeah, so you can just search for uh, Fire, Firefox uh, Fake Spot extension. Um, yeah, I got to tell you, it's, it's useful on a detail page, right? Like you would expect. So let's say I go to a, let's go find something here. I don't I think I don't know how to use the internet anymore. If I ever did. Amazon, um, oh, What? what are, what's one of the ones, oh, Bluetooth, Bluetooth head for Blue. speakers, that's one that's Blue, frequently, Blue. Bluetooth. Bluetooth, hi, hi, I'm Bluetooth, I miss him, I miss him too, he retired a long time ago, I know, so he's got those two toothpicks, Amazon, Bluetooth speaker, I, I, I always feel like that character's a little bit based on Dusty Baker, do you think, a
1: little bit? Oh yeah, 100%, okay,
0: right. <laughs> I, don't want the, I don't want the Baker estate to find out. Oh, by the way, Dusty Baker died. Um, okay, so um, check it out. I go to uh, one, of their, uh, one of their sponsored ones, okay? So I'm on the detail page, and I'm, I'm not recommending this. Retreats are not endorsements. This is Bose SoundLink uh, Revolve Plus Series 2, portable Bluetooth speaker, wireless water-resistant speaker with long-lasting battery and handle, comma, silver. That one scores an F. <laughs> scores oh, an, an F. 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 Okay, so on the detail page, right there, you see one. So I I've also said, show me the Fixbot reviews, show me the, the Fixbot rating. So it's half a star and an F. Now that's useful to know. Like, there's not much that would change my not opinion, but my gander that maybe that's not going to be the best one for me. But when you do a search, um, I hate this in almost everything else, but it kind of hijacks the page. And Fixbot sort you can choose to sort it. By their quality of the rating hmm. and you could say leave off all F reviews and stuff like that. It's really, really cool. It's, it's really sobering. It's really sobering to go in and land on a page and, and admittedly now, I mean, as with Google, who knows how different this is because I don't log into hardly anything on Firefox because I'm just using, it's just my, it's my second browser. But, um, so wait,
1: your primary is Safari and then yeah. Firefox is and your Chrome
0: second? has been removed from all of my computers. And I, but Firefox has come, it's good. It's really, really what good. What stops you from using Firefox as
1: your primary browser then?
0: Um, while it has the ability to do all kinds of different, you know, syncing of settings, it's had that for years. I benefit from, I mean, for me, this is just, you know, your mileage may vary. For me, the way that Safari is hooked up with iCloud. That's and the my, same, same reason that I'm on it. And it's fast. It's real fast. It doesn't feel pokey. It doesn't feel weird. I do miss having the extensions. I mean, I don't know whatever happened to that whole, like, you can port your extension to Safari, but I don't see a lot of it. But, I mean, for example, um, it's got just, it's real clean. It's got just the right amount of customizations that I find useful. I think it's neat that I can see what I what tabs I have open on other computers. I think it's neat that my history is shared because, you know, my bookmarks and history are really important to me. Bookmarks play into stuff like how I use Launch Bar, which that becomes very important for me, and I want that to work the same across everywhere. Um, Having all that sync is really useful. But then on top of that, there's all kinds of features that not everybody uses, but like it's worth knowing about. Like you see that little share arrow, or what I call a Mm shareo. You see your (laughs) shareo on Safari, and you're like, "Why why would I? Okay, I want to share this page. Why don't I just copy it? Well, click it and look." Because here's here's a couple that because there's always two things with Safari that you should really look into. One is using this URL create a reminder. So you could just you can create a reminder, and you can do, you can also do this on. It works unevenly, but you can also do this on iOS, where you could say uh, remind me about this later, or remind me about this at 5 p.m. tomorrow. And sometimes it gets what this means better than others. Usually Safari pretty good. But on your Mac, you hit the share-o, one, uh, one great way you can just add a reminder. And it'll create, use the URL field in reminders. That could be an undated, untimed reminder. It's just something you want to have in there to process later on. Or it could be something specific, like remind me to research microwaves, you know, Saturday at 10 a.m. So that share-o is, is very handy. Another one is adding to notes. And I'll tell you why I love this, because it makes cards. And my daughter and I do this all the time. My wife and I do this for holidays and birthdays, like Christmas and birthdays, like We'll share a two person list for ideas for my kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my, my daughter and I use it for like movies or like minifigs we want to buy or whatever that is. You hit the ShareO, you send that to notes. You get to pick the note and then it um, creates a little card for that, which is, of course, clickable. But that means it also comes with an image and the page title. Um, that's all stuff I really benefit from. Uh, not stuff everybody would benefit from. There's so much to love about Firefox. God, delete Chrome. Please delete Chrome. Delete
1: Chrome, or if you must use the Chrome engine, we've talked about Brave before, and Brave is Chrome Mm -hmm. without all of the Google stuff. It's they've taken the essentially the Chromium open source. I don't don't
0: know a ton about it, but it's. I feel like Chrome is Facebook for people uh, who know how to program. Yeah, it's like like God. Can you? I know you guys love it. I know it's got lots of nice stuff for developers. Anyway, I'm not going to go on. I don't know enough to say, but it's it's. I know enough to say it doesn't belong in my life. Um, but I, you know, and, and we saw even more of this coming up at with the WWDC event, which I, I watched out of the corner of my eye because I was mostly playing bass. But uh, I'm very excited to talk about some of the WWDC stuff. Can we do a marathon today, Dan? Do you have time? We have to be. In yeah, we can do eating? that. Sure. Why not? We'll do a marathon. We'll do a marathon. Uh, and um, I, I love. It's so it's so. It ends up being so ironic, although you know. Time is a terrific changer of things. Like, I, I joined the mini minority of Mac people who laughed at Windows because it was so vulnerable in the 90s because of all the endless gopher holes, you know, all the different functionalities that seemingly needlessly work together to make Windows. And now, today, that's something I find very beneficial in Apple, not least because, yeah, time changed. They got good at it. And while it's not 100% secure, safe, and private, I don't think it's a stretch to say that I think Apple's working more on that than other people are, to say the least. Not that they're perfect, but they're, they've put a better latch on the screen door title. And uh, I, tr- I trust them. I don't know. I don't, who knows how to trust anybody? But, like, I, I trust the other ones less. Let's, 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 let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson with um, Wes Anderson. Right, that's another one. Yeah, I he's, think he's the he's coach. He's the coach in Mr. Fox. But we're he's, giving him a lot. I mean, it's. But he's I've, also when he's in Bottle Rocket, he's in Ten and Bombs. Didn't he write some of the early yeah, stuff with Wes yeah. Anderson too? I, I believe so. That's the he's he's the pivot between him and Luke because Luke, who is also yeah, Luke, said uh, you bombs, can't
1: control Luke. He's uh, off on
0: his own. That guy's a nut. He's yeah. the exactly average human intelligence. You see, a pimp's love is very different from that of a square. Upgrade with two D's for a double dose of this pimping. Highly underrated movie, Idiocracy. But that's another one. So these are, I mean, you should use the browser that makes you happy. But I, I, given that I'm in the Apple ecosystem mostly, now, now that's funny and ironic, because now I'm going to tell you another one of those, those crazy Merlin things, which is that for calendars and email, I mean, when I say I'm all in on Google, that's all I use for those things. I have email accounts that for me exists mostly as an Apple ID, unfortunately, right? So I have those and I have the calendars, but like I don't, put, speaking of calendars, I put things on Google Calendar, which is now Dan's uh, calendar. That's all right. I, you, my Gmail, my, my email is in Gmail for better or for worse. Um, and in that instance, oh my goodness, that syncing and stuff is is terrific. And there are probably benefits to using iCloud and Apple things for everything there, but I still get a ton of benefit out of the iCloud stuff. You know, I, I put the, I put the, uh, ugh, I'm so embarrassed. I, every year I say I'm not going to be that guy. I, of course, I already put the beta on an old iPad. Uh, I was fixing to put it on an old phone. And I have this really strange feeling that by the time we record next week, I will have put beta one on my phone. Yes, I know. It, but it is extremely good. So in that instance, like all I had to do is fire up, God, it was, I think it was a 6S. I just, you know, I, I would just look for an old phone that's not in use. And I found a success, and uh, success, 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 <laughs> as uh, Mick Jagger says. See, that's funny, Dan. I mean, it's pretty good. I think, yeah. you know, I think... Sh- the- Shattered, should be. <clears throat> And then so, so, but all I had to do was fire that up, enter some passwords, update it. And then I got to, I could sync that up to the cloud before I wipe it and try to put, you know, 15 on there. Sure. I love all of that stuff. And... I I I have the Rainman suite for iCloud right now, so we have the 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 high end family iCloud account that my family does not fully benefit from because I just can't get them to use some things. But like that gives us lots of storage, that gives us lots of shared purchases, that gives us lots of good stuff. So I I think it's neat on the one hand that all I in the iCloud ecosystem I have so much stuff that can. And does work together in a way that benefits me, but it's also kind of cool that I don't, I don't feel a ding if I don't use everything that's, that's on there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have Apple Arcade, but I don't really use it, but it's not damaging me. Over
1: the fact that it exists isn't isn't a thorn in your side, is what you're saying? Poison in your ear? As
0: far as I know, I what I haven't done is the sort of audit where one looks at what what's you're, you're subscribed you're to actually to using. make sure. Well, yes, or that you're unintentionally double subscribed to. Like I, as I sit here right now, if you quiz me, I could not tell you. I know I pay for iTunes Match. I feel like I still pay for iTunes Match separately, even though I think that's included. I think it is with the Rain Man suite. Um, I may have like because uh, sometimes I'll just go like, "Oh God, Mom, you've got to be backing up your iPad." Like I'll just go, you know. <laughs> it's and by the way, it is pretty hard to buy iCloud storage for your mom. Tell her it's that high. But in that instance, there are things where I think I might be oversubscribed to things. I know I subscribe to Guardian two different ways, and I, only, I think I'm getting charged for one. It's just an admission that I have not sat down and audited all of that purchase stuff, my kids' purchase stuff, all of that. There may be duplications there, but that's on me. Do you want to go through a high-level
1: uh, overview of some of the interesting stuff that came out of the Apple yeah, thing love. Like do you
0: mind if I take my sweatshirt off?
1: No, go ahead. Call her.
0: I have a shirt underneath it. So I I've got the uh, the the my favorite uh Warriors not from the movie, but the the basketball team. I got my Warriors hoodie, which is a beautiful hoodie. Um uh, I got I'm wearing that over a fantastic four shirt because that's one of my four lucky shirts. Okay. It's always four shirts with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My so newest we, one is my. I got. I got a me puppet shirt. I'm gonna take off my sweatshirt, so I have to remove my cans. Are you cool with that? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay, speak, please. Uh, uh, First time sweatshirt. Please okay. speak to our audience for uh, four seconds.
1: <clears throat> sure. So basically, the uh, the Apple thing. I just want to. I just want to kind of go over the main highlights are there things in
0: particular because, given that you well, know, yeah like, but you, i have
1: notes i have no, i made notes oh and fantastic
0: dan well, why don't you, you drive i'll get in the trunk do it
1: so the first thing that they talked about was facetime and you know it really seemed like what they what apple has a knack for doing is that they come in and uh and they they take something that people seem to want to use and seem to be having fun with they wait until it's kind of off-peak, and then they announced their own version of it, which is family-friendly and kid-friendly. And that is what I feel like they did with the FaceTime stuff. Um, There are a lot of really cool things that make FaceTime way better than the other things that we are dealing with, such as Zoom. Uh, they have got like the spatial mm-hmm. audio, the voice isolation thing. They've got a portrait mode, which is just, it blurs the background. They've got something that I thought was kind of cool, which was the FaceTime link so that you can send, you can put that in your calendar invite and then they click
0: that and it opens FaceTime and invites it's a them. Really, it's a really interesting idea. That, it's a great that idea. It's one of those things where there's lots of things where I say, Apple, please, can you just do the thing everybody wants and other kinds of things where I'm like, oh, I hadn't thought of it because I'm not a big FaceTime user, but and I don't know if it's a direct attempt to compete with Zoom a year late, but uh, God, I wish they'd been there a year ago so we never had to deal with the trash fire that is Zoom. I think it's a very good idea though. And for reasons that we'll talk about in our calendar segment, I mean, one of the things you want to do when you send somebody a G Vite or similar is you want to make it very, you want to have a one time interaction that enables you to settle everything that needs to be settled because the point of the meeting shouldn't be the meeting like my kids last year of school right it should be something where you've set you've basically established everything you need to do and you've disambiguated everything about what you're about to do and you you begin on on the same page like in this case literally yeah and i thought i thought it was really cool i think
1: you know would this have been even better a year ago kind of earlier in the pandemic well of course but this is we have it now and i think yeah. apple's banking on if the a frog fact-
0: had wings he wouldn't bump
1: his ass hop <laughs> Yeah, but I think the fact that we
0: have
1: this now is still good because I think there are a lot of people and companies who are saying, "Well, you know, like maybe, maybe you're all vaccinated, you can go back. Maybe you're not." So we have this now. The interesting question that I have is: Zoom has become so entrenched in the way that people in companies work, and it's already set up, and the links are already distributed, and all of that. Mm -hmm. Who will? Who will? actually say, I'm going to switch from Zoom to this. Especially, I know so many people, Merlin, nowadays, that use Windows as their primary computer, and they're not going to be able to use this. So
0: I think... Most of them, in your experience, do most people use an iPhone or Android? I mean, are there people who stay in, totally in like a certain system?
1: You know, what's fascinating to me is, I. it used to be that way, especially with the Apple folks, where if people had... An iPhone, they had a Mac, they had an iPad, they had all that. But I know so many people now that might have an iPhone, but then they've got Windows PCs or they're just, they have no Apple products at all. I was actually talking to someone a little bit earlier today and she said, um, she said, well, you know, I." she actually asked what we were going to talk about. And I said, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be talking about the Apple stuff and calendar stuff. And she's like, will it be interesting to me if I have no Apple products at all? And like, that's the thing that Mm -hmm. I'm running into more and more is people
0: that will have one (laughs) or none. And um, I mean, that's one, that's one odd way. Boy, I hate to hear these words coming out of my mouth. It's one way in which Apple is a little, or I should say Tesla is a little bit like Apple. There aren't that many companies where people are sort of aware of their existence and movements in a business environment if they're not a user of those things. And I don't think it's just that people aspire to own a Tesla or aspire to own a Mac Pro. Right. It's just that it's interesting. I mean, how many people... See, I'm about to say the word Android. I could not even tell you what... Who makes phones for Android? Like LG? I mean, everybody, right? Samsung, LG, everybody. But like, yeah, yeah, like how many people could tell you, ooh, I heard there's some really interesting rumblings in the washer-dryer space (laughs) as regards Samsung.
1: (laughs) Right. It's it's lit, as the kids say. That new betting (laughs) focused spin cycle is going to... Oh god! Of course, yeah, yeah. They call it turning sheets. <laughs> but mm, you know, I so I I don't know. I think that I don't think this is a feature where people are like, "Well, I better get better go get a Mac because I want those." Fa-. But I think it's nice for people mm. who are
0: fully <laughs> in love the emojis. Apple. Ecosystem. That's the they keep discovering. The way they get people to upgrade is new emojis. emojis. Is okay, so thing. then they it's then they, they
1: also introduce Share Play, which is really cool. So this lets you listen to music or mainly this is i think for videos so that like a if, watch party kind of thing yeah so it's like everyone's in their own house and you're like hey everyone let's watch this show at the same time and it works with disney plus and hulu and hbo max and tiktok and all these other ones and then you can basically control the app and your friends all get to see it at the same time you if can somebody throw it has up to take a Apple pee TV. break. if somebody has to take a pee break it, it pauses for everybody
0: that kind of thing. I right? think
1: you can do that. Yeah, uh-huh. and um, yeah. and so then you can have it so only work related apps show up or only personal apps show uh, show up and things like this. I just thought that was really cool. That was one that really stood out to me as like because I know I have done the thing, especially like you go on a trip and your like kid wants to watch the TV show with you while you're in the hotel or whatever, mm-hmm. and and so oh. you could like oh, synchronize so nice. it up instead of like okay yes. three two one play and you're
0: texting and they're hitting you know what I'm saying like this is much better than I, that. I've grown enough to say so that used to be the sort of person like one thing that's funny in the, in the tech commentary, the, among the commentariat is like, there are the people like I aspired with 43 folders. Boy, I'm deep in the stack with 43 folders. I aspired to be someone who would not just simply give something a thumbs up or thumbs down on, you know, on, on principle or allegiance. It was more to say, you know, I like this and here's who I think this would be good for. Right. Right. So like, I don't want to dwell on the fact of why I like it because who cares? And there is a thing in the commentariat, whether people realize it or not, of like there are there are the, the sort of folks who talk about this thing and cold facts and how it exists in the marketplace and the world. And then there are people who are like, you know, this this didn't do the thing I wanted. Or I do like this because, you know, I can mine, mine crypto on my clock now or whatever. <laughs> and then there are people who try to like, strike a balance <laughs> of that. Yeah, And I think a lot of my friends at Relay are pretty good about that, about having an editorial POV about why they like something, but then also being able to talk about not just the marketplace, but who this is good for. I've grown enough to say that, you know, Merlin Merlin of a few years ago, I'm going to go, who would ever do that? What's, what is the point of that? Mm-hmm. Which is, first of all, a very old man thing to say. But it's even worse, it's a very self-involved thing to say. Because, you know what? If they're doing it, it gives me a hunch that somebody wanted this. I, I don't think, they don't like to talk about it. I, I don't think there's that many things they come up with that literally no one has ever asked for. And in this day and age, I mean, I've seen enough Hulu commercials to know that grandpa wants to watch uh, Teen Titans with his, with his grandkids, you know. And, they, you know, they, they over-sexualized, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Starfire in the, uh, in the comics. But I think they do better in, in, in the cartoon show. But I, I no longer say I cannot even imagine why you would waste cycles on this. Ooh, How about instead go fix your bugs with XYZ? It's like, shut up. Have you ever worked anywhere? That's not how a company works, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. There's like one person working on everything at Apple. you would be so <laughs> shocked to learn there's half a person, which is, I think, a Morrissey song. There's half a person, <laughs> title, working on this one thing. There's, you know what I mean? Have you heard these stories, right? Yes. That you assume that there's this entire area of the flying saucer that is full of, of person hours all diligently working away mm-hmm. on the way that... So search results work on the app store? And it's like, no, there's a person who gets to work on this half a day, twice a month. Yeah. Or similar. I am I mean, that's not, so I hear something like that and i try tried to no longer say, I'll stop speaking personally now and speak more generically. I have no use for that, but I could see somebody liking it. And if you're gonna do it, do it well. It's nice that they're bringing several improvements to FaceTime, which is an app that's needed some love for a while. And then on top of that, they're adding some nice, like, uh, secret sauce to do cool stuff. Well, it's Keep like
1: going. the meme the emoji stuff or the bitmoji stuff. It's like, for <laughs> me, that's like, I don't care about that. Mike, like, I know people that ask. When's absolutely the last time you used a that?
0: sticker in messages? No, no, when's no, the no. last time you, when's the last time you, <laughs> I'll speak for myself again. When's the last time you did anything except be frustrated that you now have two clicks or more clicks to get to photos? I mean, if they brought back, if they, you know what, here's, you wanna fix messages forever, obviously sync, that's a nice to have sync working better would be great. But here's what I want out of messages. I want you <laughs> to take the sandwich and hold it between your knees. What I want you to, what I want is for messages to take away, for me to turn off that entire row, bring back a dedicated One button. One button for photos. That's all you're One ever doing One button for photos. How about this? You No time to argue. Throw me the head, I throw you the whip. You give me a dedicated photo button and I'll give you the Utterly unnecessary and way too easy to click. Please record my voice button. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, what if somebody, you know, there's this thing that nobody really wants. Why don't we put it right where you type? Right.
1: So you hit it every single time.
0: Yeah. No time to argue.
1: Okay. You know so iPad
0: OS gets a uh, home screen widgets, which is yeah. fine. Um, it was funny the way, just a meta commentary. It was funny the way, I mean, I think a lot of us who, who have really uh, dived into that stuff in since 14... It's kind of difficult to watch that and do anything but go. um, You'll just do anything to avoid saying (laughs) that thing on iPhone, you can do it on iPad. Right. I feel like 45 minutes, (laughs) not that much, but like (laughs) at least 20, 30 minutes of this was. You know that thing that you could never understand why you can only do it on iPhone and not iPad? And then, but they do it like this this great revelation like you can search for emojis by the name of the emoji now. (laughs) That's a really good idea. It's amazing, huh? Who would have thought? (laughs) The widgets widgets thing is interesting. It's buggy right now because, of course, it's, I don't know what, you know, it's, you know, the the very first beta, but I cannot get it to remember persistently that I want all the pages off and just please use App Library because I'm an App Library addict on the phone now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything there. But it's very interesting because this does relate to focus. And this idea, it's interesting. I'm not sure how this will work in practice, but it's interesting to say when I'm in this particular focus... Uh, which they're using as like a noun. When I'm in this focus, bring up this page on iPad. Am I the only person in the world where icons move to different pages? I think when they you... do. I, I mean, I'm, I'm being I don't sarcastic. Pay much attention is, to. is it not accurate that if you add something here, it pushes everything there? Yeah, yeah. How would you, unless you only had it half full or less than 100% full on every page, how would you ensure? In a folder-like fashion. But folders right. never get confused. Right, right, right. Folders don't forget what's in them. A page was never, in my conception, from a user model standpoint, like I don't think they ever meant a page to be meaningful, except apart from the homepage. So there were those things. The widget things are nice, though. I think it's still, for me, it's a little tricky to figure out how to do widgets in a way. It's a little bit of a not a tile puzzle, it's actually harder, it's like a 3D tile puzzle, because you have to figure out where do I put this thing to, A, not make it into a folder, and then B, not make it into a stack, and then C, make sure that, okay, when I put this thing up there, I assume everything's going to move to the right and down, but I, I think it's a nice feature. Uh, some people don't like it. I love the photo widget so much. It has brought my family so much joy, and I think the widget stuff's just going to get better. And, and, you know, eventually Android will add it, too. <clears throat>
1: uh so ipad what else, what else I, 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 iPad gets the new multitasking menu so that you the gestures that you always forget unless you know unless you're a kid I think if you, you wanna do the them. most
0: basic all I can do so far is make it slide to the right. I think I'm missing something, but you get the three dots at the top and you need to say let's see this app in ho- or this window of this app in full screen and then what are the other ones meant to do? One of them is turn it into a slide over is that right
1: hmm yeah, yep.
0: Dan, Dan, I'm gonna tell you a secret. I still don't really understand no, I don't either. how everything works. I don't either. I, I don't I, either. I, I mean, there's been tips, like tips, like for example, the ATP guy said a long time ago, like, oh, if you want to get used to not having a home button and you want to be able to switch uh, you know, switch apps, think about making a sideways J. And I was like, oh, that's exactly the kind of advice that I need. And with this, I've learned like, but like even then, like you're down in the dock, like I want my Photos app now to be on the home page. And I assume that because it's in recents, the new recents down in the dock, I should be able to drag it up. But each time I click it, it says, do you want to edit the home? It's, you know, but, but, but good on them for like keeping the pages, the interaction, keeping that stuff still familiar, insane, but giving you some flexibility to make it put it together in a way that works. Did you install anything yet? No. Okay. Um, for once in my life, I, I found a use for an old Apple TV. Oh, what are you doing with it? <laughs> I ran the. I'm never, never, ever again running beta anything oh, on yeah, my real on Apple TV. But my old Apple TV, you just fire up Xcode and throw it at it. And it's you know, pretty straightforward. There you go. Um, uh, but I'm looking forward. To, God, having the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. Having the um, spatial audio on Apple TV is going to be amazing. I'm so looking forward to that.
1: So your iPhone will now uh, analyze the way that you walk and see if you are maybe going to. Uh, at yeah, risk tell me about that.
0: It's looking for a an unusual gait. As yeah, a I guess it, it
1: analyzes your gait and sees what your normal gait is, and then uses that as a baseline to see if you're walking weird, if you're maybe gonna fall. And I'm I'm assuming this is for people who have. Maybe vertigo or things like that, or, or or other other things that might cause them to fall, and it will tell them that they're at a risk of falling. And apparently, it it
0: tells yeah. you ahead of time as your risk in, increases. It's one of those things that seems like a real they don't say witch doctor, but it seems like one of those like magical things where it's like, oh, you know, I, from listening to your breathing, I can tell that you may have this problem. It's a very like house. Mm-hmm. The, the TV show sort of thing mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. you like it's definitely not lupus because of your disrupted gait that mm-hmm. means you're addicted to amphetamines and probably a doctor um, <laughs> right. but, but you know what I mean like I, I think gait stuff yeah very much relates to can relate to neurological symptoms of neurological things you know what I mean Like like I don't know maybe Parkinson's or something like that yes but, but also, I mean, God, those, those, um, those phony baloney chiropractors, they got a whole racket about your legs being different lengths and that disrupting your cycling or whatever. Right, right. I bet, even for, like, especially for athletes, that would be useful. I wish you would tell me what shoes to buy.
1: So they That'd got cool. uh, they got Scribble on WatchOS. So it's handwriting recognition and integrated into the text view. Um, you use the crown to place the cursor. Kind of cool. They have a new portraits watch face where you, uh, you, if you upload or if you have a portrait, they have a person there. It will mm. kind of do the kind of five-ish year ago style thing where the numbers or the title goes in front of or oh. behind the person's face. Oh,
0: really? Okay, wait. I'm sorry. I, I missed so you could step. put up a picture
1: there. Of You're your, talking about on the watch, Yeah, on the watch. Okay. You put a picture. Which apparently, up of
0: your kid. according to Marco, heard that's the most popular face is photos. The which photo. Is so interesting. I would not have predicted that.
1: And so now it will take the time. Like if it's you know if it's twelve twenty three p.m. And it'll put that behind the person's head in a little bit. Like it centers <gasps> You're it kidding. It, no.
0: You're living with your own private Mickey Mouse. You haven't seen <laughs> this? Hold on. I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you. Dan, I was recording bass lines. I got a new bass. How low can you go? Death row. What a brother. know. Uh-huh. And so I was recording bass lines. Too many bass lines. And, and it was knocking over my bell. And I was watching it out the corner of my eye. It almost knocked
1: over my bell there. Okay. And then so Siri so is on the the some third-party devices. Exciting. Uh,
0: Uh, And in passing, can I say something here, please? go ahead, caller. Okay, I mean, if you've got an extra device that's really an extra device, I mean, everybody should do their own due diligence on this. My sense is, like, unless, no. I mean, even developers usually have dedicated devices. Because a beta can, beta is going to touch your cloud stuff unless you use a different ID. And boy, can that ever, you'll be entering a world of pain. But the one I can say with some confidence, and I love my Apple Watch. I really, really like it. It's it's become like really a steady value thing for me, but just, just your pal Merlin talking here, use your own due diligence. But if there's anything I feel like you shouldn't do for a while, maybe till it's pub- a public beta, maybe even later, for so many reasons, do not put the beta on your watch. No. It's, so far it has been the... I mean, there have been some real good, knock on wood, there's been some real good betas the last couple of years, mostly. But, like, it's getting the thing on your watch can be a little bit of a hassle. Keeping it updated can be a little bit of a hassle. And at least in my experience, it's where some of the buggier stuff is. And even if, so if you've got an Apple Watch as a doddle and you really don't care, you could do this. But I would say, you know, putting putting the beta, getting the developer program, which is 100 bucks a year, it's not too bad. You sign up. It makes it really kind of trivially easy to get properly get a beta that's not loaded with malware. God, stay off Torrance, people. Um, that's how they got the name Torrance, California. And so you. Um, Jack Torrance. But Jack Torrance, it's a contract. Oh, don't make me okay um you know and put you on an old iphone to. if you got an old no no we'll do it at the end but if you put on an old iphone that's fine that's all i'm gonna say dan this is cool so it's used you're saying similar to the way that it figures out where your hair ends that wonderful <laughs> shell silverstein book yeah. uh it, figuring out where, where your head ends it puts the clock I see. Yeah. Whoa. I sent you the picture of how that does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent it to me. Thank you. This is cool. Okay. So Boy, th- now I we like get some of these typefaces a lot more than others.
1: Now we get to the only part that I cared about, which is Mac OS, uh, which they're calling Monterey, which that's fine. <laughs>
0: the only um, part that you care about?
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Over, because... uh, more
0: than iOS? You're not interested in iOS? Uh, it eh, doesn't affect your work. It doesn't cha- that, It doesn't
1: really change anything. Like, I'm looking forward to better notifications.
0: That'll be fine. Um, oh, God. It's so cool. Getting that summary that is looks really amazing. Cool. But like, yeah, I Once don't... again, you got to go in onesie twosie to say what you want in that summary. I guess maybe over time it figures that out. But the notoriously, in the modern age, the least useful or the least, the most frustrating piece of, t- of consistently deliberate Apple interface is when you go anywhere that's got all of something and radio buttons. It's like deciding what should go into Siri recommendations. Uh, it's yeah. every app on your phone and a radio button. Do you there is no select all. There is no turn off <laughs> all. It's it's it really does look like it was it was made by a programmer or an engineer.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm fine with with whatever changes they make to iOS. I feel like it's all, it's all good. Mac OS is
0: where well, I spend I mean, most of my, my time. Apple, Apple and my watch, meaning Apple, my phone, meaning Apple, my iPad, my Mac, my everything, meaning Apple, it has a concept of so many things, including recent. My Mac understands recent documents. It mm-hmm. understands recent folders. It, I mean, all, there's so much data, not in a creepy way, but data that's being reported to both developers and Apple. And if, if, I, if I got the right inside person at in Apple... I I bet they would tell me, yeah, Merlin, we know that you have 7,892 apps on your phone. In the last month, you have used, let's say, 40. I really doubt it. You've used 40 of those at least once in the last month. But here's the fact you've been looking for. There are 15 apps that you use on your phone. And here they are in order. That would be...
1: Wait, it does that? It does that?
0: No, I'm just saying, I mean, ask anybody who develops apps. Is like you... Like, Marco knows... And Marco, you know, Marco, he does not want to know anything. (laughs) Like, I don't want to know your email address. I don't want to know any of that. With that said, people like him and underscore David Smith find it very useful to say, like, okay, there's this feature that they're very... A loud but tiny minority keeps talking about. In my case, that would be overcast for the web because I'm literally the only person in the world that cares about overcast on the web. Um, and Marco can say, uh, I mean, sure, others can do this too. If Marco can do it, you can. That should be a book. It, is that you can go, oh, you know, um, everybody talks about this thing all the time, but how, how many people have actually used this particular feature in the last month? And if he knows that that's a surpassingly small number, that's interesting. But if you can also say that the number of people who have used it in the last month are all on iOS 14, now that's that's news you can use, because then you could say, well, you know, I'm I'm going to be okay with dropping this this particular support for this version of this because, like, support for iOS, you know, six <laughs> or whatever, is preventing the ability for me to do better things, faster things, more efficient things for for the users that that do use this in the future if you have a power user app like overcast just in the sense that if you are a power user you use something like overcast castro pocketcast whatever you're not using the apple podcast app because you have taste um there are there are these crazy numbers about those developers going the the adoption of ios updates is getting faster and wider every year and in some cases, you could say, I know that 80% or more, uh, let's say 80% of the people using my app are on iOS 14 at least, which is great to know. So I, the only reason I say all that is, like, if you know the thing, and, and Siri has somehow figured out, on reverse, Siri has figured out, here's the app I like in the morning, here's the app I like to, you know, my Siri suggestions that I'm so gay-bones for. But, like, in that instance, she's on the phone, dude. Couldn't you, Couldn't you just have a way to say, like, yeah. You know what? You use five apps. Here they are. You know what I mean? Or like being able to just bubble that stuff up at mm-hmm. the right time in a more transparent way would mm-hmm. be really useful. But keep going. I, do you turn off, do you use Apple Library or are you a multi-page man? No, I like Apple Library uh, a lot. And I'm, I still have a few pages though.
1: <clears throat> and I always find it's like a, not like as soon as I sit down like today I'm gonna like organize this. I never get to it. I never get to it.
0: Well, and it's all clicky draggy. I mean, that was the beauty of as we talked about in previous episodes, probably from approximately a year ago, is that App Library was such a brilliant and to my mind seemingly unApple approach because mm-hmm. Apple's usually like they've got some persuasive theory for everything that they do. You know, nominally in this case they go, oh, you know how it's a real pain in the ass. <laughs> how about this, Dan? I used to organize my icons in iTunes because it was actually easier than doing it on the phone. But like if so where does your newest app go? Your newest app goes to the 10th page. Right, why? Usually. Why even if well, there's space that's on the, bottom, the first know, first in first out? Yeah, but I mean like you know I guess it's better than just we put it somewhere random. But like for the typical user let alone somebody with motor uh, issues, try dragging from that mostly lower right corner of the 10th page. To your homepage, right? But this is, is what, dock, what I'm saying is it will
1: always add it to the last page, even if there's mm-hmm. space on pages in front of it. I
0: I would I would imagine that so it's not the best way, but n- I'd say where I wouldn't want it to go is spot number one. Mm-hmm. Like spot number one is always settings. Mm-hmm. Top left is always settings. Top right is always camera, and if that's disrupted, I I notice instantly. So I, I guess the idea is like it's not ideal, but. It goes in the place where it goes. Your mailbox, your inbox, is this last page. Keep going. I have, no, wait. We're you on watch, watching faces, and then no. What, I went on to the Monterey. The to Mac OS. The only Ma- part Ma-tree. that I care about. Tell me about this. Tell me about what you're excited. This is the part I, I least saw because was right. And this is the dates. this is
1: the part where I actually paid real attention. Um, one thing that I think you're going to be really happy about is the shortcuts. Is coming right. from iOS to Mac OS so that you can drag and drop scripts and all the other things that you could do on a Mac. And the buzz is it looks like it
0: doesn't suck. It looks like it it's doesn't suck. And they're still supporting yeah.
1: Automator, which I know a lot of people were, you know, are still use, And I'm sure they would worry about it being taken away.
0: Um, Automator is like the giant, giant, giant wrench in grandpa's garage that you never use. Right. Like, but you really, when, it, when you want it, you really, really want it because it'll, it'll do that last mile. Let alone people like Brett Terpstra who are doing, going out and making workflows and services with that that I find incredibly useful. But for me, like three times a year, I do end up in Automator dropping in a bash script to do this alongside this weird dumb thing to keep this service started and restarted and putting that in Lingen or whatever. Um, that's great, though. I'm so, you know what? Let's just say the obvious. I'm glad it's not dying. I'm glad it's not, not you know dying. what I mean? Like, you know, SaaS is going forever. So I Safari, I, yeah. which
1: uh, I understand you use as your primary browser still. That's correct. That's uh, they correct. Make, they're making tabs smaller and they have tab groups and tab groups sync between all of your devices on iCloud, which seems like a thing that people uh, like. Um, I don't, I'm not, I have a, <clears throat> maybe I can take a minute to explain how I use tabs. And I think how tab groups will resolve my need to do it this way. But what I do is I will open a new window and I'll put related tabs into that window. So let's just say that I'm working on the news stories for my news program that I do in, in the morning. I will have a window with all of the news related tabs in that so that as I'm reading okay. the news, I'm opening them, I'm doing and closing. And when I'm done. In
0: your, in your mind, though, those are like you see. started off in this window doing this thing. Now it's time to go to new. So do you, do you do command what a command shift new I guess. Uh, like you make a new window, start doing things and then you're command clicking into new tabs inside that window that Inside a workspace work. for yes, this exactly. Tab. So
1: I think of that new window as a as a container for the tabs that is a workspace for related tabs and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. I can I when I'm done with that activity I can close the window and all the tabs are gone and uh, everything
0: I'm all gone. about clicking the yellow button where I like, I've got this set of stuff related to this. Like, Say there's a lot of related things arriving from Amazon. I'll keep those in one window, and then I just yellow that down into the dock. And then you can always come back to that work area. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. The yellow, sorry, the 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 red is closed. Yellow is, is minimized. Yellow is minimized. Yeah.
1: So you do that, and that, and that okay. that's what I was going to say. Is like if I have, let's say that I'm doing some software development, I might have mm-hmm. you know a bunch of articles on Stack Exchange open or places where I'm you know the API for whatever, and I'll keep those, and I can just minimize that. It goes to the dock. I don't have to think about it when I'm done, but it stays there for me until I want it later. And whenever I see someone who has like one window with three hundred tabs open in it or whatever, I'm like, how All you how see is, is that? Fa-
0: fav fave icons, you can't see any of the text. Yeah, like how do you so even advanced. know what's
1: going on? Just put it in a new window.
0: And you can move mm-hmm. for people who don't there's people who don't know this, but you can move a Dragging tab out from of one the window. window is my main move, but dragging from you know what I mean? Because I just I want it, want this separate this is instructions on how to do something. Right. So I pull it out. But you can, like I, like I think you're saying, you could also drag that into a different window. You can, window. you can drag it out tab of a window. Set. You could drag yeah. it into another window. So that's
1: how, so, but it looks like, it looks like the way that they're doing these tabs in the new Safari is the tab groups is going to make it so that I guess I could do it all in one window if
0: I wanted to, which is fine. I, I this is one that I totally missed. I'm trying to catch up real quick in the, in the back, but g- give me, give me, give it to me in Pigs and Bunnies. A tab group is, and so the idea is, it, it, I'm going to guess or predict here. Does that mean that in what we've, in your model or our model, you have a window that has tabs in it, and they're related to a thing? Do you can, you can now name that and get it across devices. Yeah. So you have like a tab, tab
1: group. group, and that tab group lets you basically switch in one, one window back from between and then, a, which okay. tabs are actually showing. In that window that's at cool. any given time, so you might have twenty tabs about software development. You might have ten about, you know, your comparison shopping for a new sofa. You might have another tab group that has your, you know, news articles in it, and you can switch between them within the context of one window. And those tab groups sync across all your iOS and Mac
0: devices, basically. That's cool.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. But the and main so, thing, so the as highlight of d- the dance whole...
0: journey, dance journey, uh-huh, item one. Uh huh. You like this.
1: I like that one. But the main thing for me, the only, the only thing I came away even thinking about is what's called universal control. I'll put the, a link to this guy into the show notes because this one's really cool. So Does this is something see, okay. that we've been needing for, I don't know, 20, 30 years. There are other software applications that allow you to do this. Mm-hmm. but And some of them let you do it cross-platform, which is what I use and, and need. But this is pretty cool that it kind of sort of just works. So, if you have, let's say, you've got your main Mac sitting there in front of you with your keyboard and mouse, and maybe you have, um, maybe you've got a portable too. Maybe you've got like a a 13-inch MacBook uh, or something like that, and then you have your iPad. So you might have these in a row on your desk, one next to the other. Now although it's been possible for a while for you to copy and paste links like between your iPad and your Mac or something like that. The universal control goes a little bit further. You can use one mouse and one keyboard mm-hmm. and it lets you navigate across multiple devices at once, more than two devices. You can do it from like, so you could go from your your iMac or your uh, your mac to your macbook to your ipad or with just your ipad or whatever but what's even i
0: missed this part but it sounded like it's like synergy ooh-ah. do you remember like synergy
1: that that uh software application synergy it, that i mean it's it, it
0: kind of no, i don't but is, it, is it like luna like is um, it, or, or no is it no it's closer to kvm it's closer to kvm
1: it's it's essentially like a KVM with the exception. So the KVM is going to let you use one mouse and keyboard, but you're essentially switching displays uh, so you can see computer one and then you hit a key and now you're looking at computer two and then you hit a key and you're looking at computer three, et cetera. What this does is you have those devices on and you can, using your mouse and keyboard, you just move the mouse. And as you go f- off the edge of your Mac, it connects to the edge of your iPad. And now you're on your iPad. So you're navigating and, and working across them, if that makes sense. And it's sense.
0: different from Sidecar. Yes, uh,
1: it is okay. different from Sidecar in that you not only can you move across these different things, but you can drag and drop files across these devices at once. So, for example, the example that I think they gave or they showed was that if you're using this, um, if you have like a, an like you're looking at an image that you've made on your iPad, you can just move the mouse from your Mac, it'll bump the edge of the screen, keep going onto the iPad screen, you click and drag that image off the iPad screen, boom, drop it right into your whatever application or your desktop or whatever on your on your
0: Mac. God, I would I would love to try this, but it's so but to, for this to work, it seems ob- I'm guessing, you're going to need the latest os on your ipad and mm. the latest oh, yeah. os yeah, you on that. your mac you're gonna want monterey on
1: there right and okay. the thing is with sidecar which is kind of cool that you're basically using your ipad as a second monitor this is yeah. not like that you still have ipad os running and it's not extending your desktop or anything like that it's you're just now controlling multiple macs and and ipads and things like that i got, I got you know what i got I'm and gonna,
0: when we're done here i'm gonna go watch this part this sounds amazing
1: it's pretty cool. Yeah, that was my favorite thing about um, the whole thing. And you know, the dev stuff is kind of cool. Like you can build apps on your on your iPad for the iPad and submit them to the store there. That's kind of cool. You can build multiple App Store product pages for one app. The test flight. Hey, is give me an example. On this that is class. not a, this
0: is not a challenge or a dare, but give me an example of how you see yourself when you're excited about that. You're excited, obviously, from a cool nerd tech standpoint. But when you when you're working, how do you see uh, using that? I mean, I think
1: it will, for me, it will make the iPad Mm -hmm. a little bit more useful for me, having it next to the computer uh, and then being able to exchange things so seamlessly instead of having Mm -hmm. to go to like you know, where you go into find the file or hit the little up arrow and send it. And it uses airplay to send it to your computer, which then downloads it and puts it in the downloads. You can now just grab the thing that you want and drag it across like that. That's just kind of easier. Anything where I can reduce the number of
0: keyboards and mice that I have. The problem is this, the silly <laughs> I thing. I just for found, me. I just found my, my power mate. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's Griffin. Griffin is that what it's called? But mm-hmm. my PowerMate, that big knob and, mm. uh, and I grabbed nice. the software from seven years ago. Yeah. I understand, I'm on the latest version, a uh, production version of Big Sur. Uh-huh. I plugged this thing in, installed the seven-year-old software, and it worked. It just works. <laughs> but that's a lot for a corded device on your desk. You know what right. I mean? But I mean, a, so imagine I, I,
1: imagine this. This is very mm-hmm. much a, a situation that's, that's real for me. So when I go to sit down to do like one of these shows, for example, I'll usually have my laptop in front of me because that's where I have all my notes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's not what I use to record, generally speaking. What I use to record is a dedicated Mac Mini that has to have its own keyboard and mouse.
0: Oh, right. And that's when you have struggled with getting to YouTube to play on the Right, exactly.
1: So instead, what I could do is I could just plop my computer down. It's gonna know that it's right Mm -hmm. next to the Mac Mini and now using the built-in trackpad and keyboard of this MacBook Pro, I can just hit the edge of the screen, keep going. Now I'm controlling the Mac mini on its screen and it's using the keyboard and trackpad on my MacBook Pro, or vice versa, which is all very, very cool. If I had a situation <sighs> where I was okay. only using um only using Macs, that would what be it, even more what's
0: wonderful. It called? Tell me object permanence, what's it called? U- Universal no, what's the, what's the control. Feature? That's it. Universal control.
1: Okay. Universal right. control. Universal control. So that's it. That's the whole thing for me. That's the whole thing. Of course, there was no hardware announced. A lot of people were hoping for hardware, and it's. I always like (laughs) to ask before these events what people are going. The the way you say is, if you ask the question, I've done some A B testing here. If you ask the question, uh, what hardware do you think is going to be announced? You don't. You get all kinds of crazy, pointless stuff. But if you ask people what piece of hardware would you buy tomorrow then you get really smart insightful predictions and answers and of course everyone was wrong because nothing was announced and Mm -hmm. uh, that was the (laughs) last minute rumor was no new hardware WWDC. and i want to just remind people that apple has shifted very clearly over the last few years especially over the last two or three years apple has shifted, and you you remember that fortune magazine called me the king of apple talk radio merlin i just want to bring that up
0: uh, I mean, so I remember that. There may be listeners out there that don't remember that. If if, so if, if was it was a Fortune, did you say Fortune? Fortune magazine, correct. Fortune magazine. Wow. So I just wanted to bring that's that big. up.
1: Um, no, 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 no. no I, I I'm glad you did.
0: You know, a lot of you know, for a lot of people, that's going to be, you know, uh, like we say, the Senate is the saucer that cools the tea. Mm. You know, what I mean, in this mm-hmm. case, you're you're the tea is is what I'm getting from this.
1: Do you remember when um what's his name was drinking the 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 tea out out of the saucer in Deadwood? Mm. A Hurst? Mm. He would drink it, drink the tea out of the saucer like that? What was he doing that for? Who are you talking for? about? Who are you talking about? In Deadwood. Okay, the last you're season talking about Elsewhere Engine? Oh. No. Oh, are you talking about the fancy lad? Hertz. Uh, Hertz, not Hertz. Uh, Hurst. Hurst. Hurst.
0: Oh, and it's Major Dad.
1: Yeah, and Major Dad, and he's drinking the tea out of the saucer. Ooh, that seems like a power
0: move. That's weird. Well, that's what a saucer's for. Did you know I, that? I didn't know that until I saw Hurst doing it. Now you know. See he's it's like a uh, Kramer cutting up the Snickers bar. Now everybody's doing it. <laughs> That's right. So I-, I feel like we're I feel like we're running l- 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 long. Are we running long? We you long, want to talk long, about long, calendars? Long. We got to talk a little no, bit about no, we don't we ain't got time. We ain't got time for that. Right. I don't think. No, no, but we should talk about it um at some point. I got a lot of windows. I got here. a lot more calendaring stuff. That's all I think about. Now oh, is I'm happy to. I mean, I can go longer for No, you we got to go be we got to
1: be done. We got to wrap it up.
0: We could pinch this one off and just do a two-parter.
1: Now let's, let's save it because we'll come back strong. Uh, I like my
0: maiden pan. Oh, you know what? Let's talk more. So for calendar, well, here's the four parts I've got for calendar. Uh, I'm trying to like d- drill down a little bit into some functional components, as mm. you say. Mm. Uh, the four parts I have in my notes are um, where does this belong and does this belong somewhere else, which we addressed before, but I want to talk more about that. To, we can talk about some of this if you've got time. Uh, so just some best practices, in my opinion, uh, for calendar stuff. Uh, three, the importance of uh, disambiguity. And then I got some odds and sods on recommended calendars and stuff. Do you want to save it? Because it is- Yeah, let's just, I think you've, you can- Can I say one last thing, though, ahead, that you me. mentioned? That we, thank you so much, uh, First Time Loser. Um, <laughs> something that came up in a back and forth, uh, I, 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 I imagine I can say this, and if I can't say this, you can cut it off. But you had said to me, what did you said to me? Um, you had asked me about- as your calendar guru, mm-hmm. you were asking me um, where I thought. Oh yeah, you had a you received a delivery from somewhere, and you asked a question I didn't quite understand, which is where would you put notes about that delivery? Like, would you put that into the journal calendar, or would you add it to the event, et right. cetera? So, like, let's say capture, let's say you're getting yeah. Um, tell people what it is you're asking. Tell them your question um, or your query.
1: So let's say that you have uh, something being delivered, right? Let's say you've got um you know an IKEA delivery coming so your ikea delivery <laughs> comes and you know i i'm weird in that i like to record stuff to remember it so like for example let's say you've got a big ikea delivery coming.
0: you're not gonna have you're not gonna get any pushback from me on the issue of i'm weird and i like to record something. right right. so the I, ikea you know, people I, give I, you the, i got spreadsheets that make you cry they, in every way yeah and i want to see them i want to see them all so they're going to
1: give mm-hmm. you this ikea oh, window of course. delivery from let's say they say it's from 11 to 3 And they show up at 2 o'clock. And then, you know, you they bring in a whole bunch of stuff and you you tip them 20 bucks. I'm just, this is just being made. I'm making this up.
0: I think $20 is a tip that that is a good tip for people. It's a nice, it's a nice round amount. Unless it should be higher, but tipping less than $20. Never have dollar bills involved in your tip, unless it's coffee. That's one to grow on. I agree with that. But you want to capture that. Yeah, so you so want, to put I, now that I want to put down
1: that the delivery. Well, I know the delivery window because they gave that they to me. So that's already then, on my calendar. It
0: arrived at this time. Here's what to know about that.
1: Right. Delivery users. guy, you know, banged up the door and I gave him 20 bucks and it was at 2 p.m. That's what it was actually delivered. So, how, do, because I want to record that, do I put that down as notes yes. in the original event? Or do I make a separate one that sh- that's actually like when the thing happened and do I put that in journal or what?
0: It's a great question. And again, you know, what is it always with me, Dan? It's two things. It's always two things with me. So, oh dear, was that me? Oh, it was my daughter. Okay. Um, two things. You know, the second question, boy, I love this. I love this bit. It's really a good bit. Because it's, it's, it's true. Like to, to, the first part is going to be the most important part, but the second part is telling. Um, The second part is, how much stuff like this do you have or will you have? But that leads us to the all-important first question, which is not so much why are you doing this, but when will you need this and for what purpose, which is not a whole, I'm not doing that thing of saying like, oh, you're an idiot, you don't need to do this. It's more to say, so question one, when will I need this? Why will I need this as far as I can tell? Right? If it's something that just records in the environment, things like my step count or my weight or whatever, like why wouldn't I have that captured automatically? If it's something you have to do manually, I think it is worth asking yourself like when or where or how will I need this? And then that again, variant once you know part one, you got to think about part two. How much of this are we talking about? You know, like as I used to say, orders of magnitude, you know, like is it, are you gonna have one of these this month, 10, a hundred or a thousand in this month? Give me somewhere between two orders of magnitude, how many you're going to have. And that will help me understand. But nothing is as useful as that first question, which is the point of this closing thought technology, which is when, where, or how will you need it? Now, would you share with our listeners? First of all, question two, roughly how many of those do you have in a month? I'm guessing probably fewer than 10. Deliveries, yeah. Well, no, no. So whatever you call this thing, because you have an idea in your head Mm. about why you're doing this. You're not simply a tightly wound man. I think you're doing this for a reason, and that reason is this: the reason is you're gonna. You my may, my goal would let's be say you refer- you end up pissed off that they dinged your door. It would be nice to know that you could also say, and they arrived four hours late. Right, right? If you're or, complain, or you've which got a delivery
1: record. guy dinged the door, or how much I tipped them? Uh, because, like, yeah. I have definitely had a situation where I've left a tip, and 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 then the next time said, well. I I know that I had gone through the trouble to set a precedent for the amount to tip for this kind of service Oh, God, this is so Larry David. I totally agree. And, and, And now that I've set that precedent, I want to know what that was, but where am I going to find that? Well, of course, I'll find that in my last delivery somewhere. So I would just like to somehow look up IKEA and find... Oh right, that guy. He delivered it. They gave me a window, and within the window, he was in the last third of the window time. So maybe that's a trend. So maybe next time, if they give me an eleven to four window or three window, I can assume Mm -hmm. when they'll.
0: You know that I don't know predicting. I know, dude. I, I I I live for stuff like this. Um, as you could probably imagine, if it is something that can be made automatic, either through. Let's say something like, I'm just speaking in the generic here, but these are all end up being somewhat related. If there's something that's going to be tracked no matter what, like that's cool. Like again, step count. I don't need to count how many steps I'm doing. That would be really weird. Um, This new Eve um, door device uh, is really cool. The Eve door device will tell me if the door is open or if it is closed. It will tell me like weird stuff, like how many times it opened. The motion sensor that I have in my mail slot will give me. A rough approximation, well, what it does is it records movement in this area. Now, some of the time that's mail. Other time it's someone being in the garage. Other times it's just weird light stuff happening. But as I mentioned on the last 2 by Friday, I can spit out all of the data for movement in that area Mm -hmm. in the window from when we normally receive our mail to get a, you know, 80% idea of when our mail arrives. Why would I want to know that? Shut up. I just do. There's stuff like this in your life. So if it can be done totally automatically, yeah, obviously, just do it. If it can be inferred through data, like I just did with that Eve device, uh, that's good. But there are some kinds of things you just got to write down. So, I mean, and this is really, some of this is the domain of neighborhood nuts. So it could be like, your music was loud at 2 a.m. and I wrote that down. But there are instances, and again, I don't want to get into like, what's worth tracking. If you think it's worth tracking, well, you can guess the second part of the sentence. It's worth tracking. Well, right. So, asking yourself, why am I doing this? Not because the world needs a reason, but because why I am doing this. But then, really saliently, um, why? When will I need to get to this? Which gets to the thought technology that we then got to after this. And I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna do you up one of them real classic Merlin. I'm gonna give you one of those productivity blunts. I'm gonna roll it up for you, mm-hmm. and you're gonna go why are you telling me this obvious thing? And if you know in your heart that the reason I'm telling you this obvious thing is because you need to hear it. And here it is. Here's my thought technology. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're putting something somewhere, whether that's data or a flashlight or a spare key or your wallet, right? Don't, don't put it where you think it belongs. Put it where it goes. And where does it go? It goes in the first place that you would look for it right now. I, I want you guys to sit with this because I know this sounds, even for me, by my standards, deeply stupid. Mm. But let me ask you this. Uh, have you ever, not not you, not Dan, but other people, has anybody ever misplaced their keys in the house? Has anybody ever not been sure where they put their glasses? Has anybody ever wondered where they left their iPhone or their AirPods? And before you get into like, oh, don't worry, technology will take care of all of this. Well, where's the scissors? Now, that's a trick question because the answer is where are any of the scissors? I buy, I buy scissors in twos at least. Okay. I buy the OXO, Herb, and Kitchen Shears, and I, have, I always have backups. It's like toilet paper. Like, I'm ready. Now, where are the scissors? Trick question. Where are any of the scissors? You know where the scissors belong? Well, where we put them, sure. But you know why we put them where we put them? You should always put something in the place that you would look for it right now. Where's your phone? Well, I don't know. Okay, when you find your phone, can I suggest that you put it where you would look for it right now? Don't put it anywhere. Never set your phone down. Like in John Syracuse's house, he has a great rule in his house where you know a A a binding principle in his house, which is your AirPods, the individual two pods, can only be in one of two places, excluding the transit between the two. Your AirPods are either in your ear or in the box. They never go anywhere else. Because, right, so his kids are the only person in the world who ever can't find one iPod, iPad, or you know what I mean, uh, AirPod, AirPod. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Right. Right? They're the only people in the world that have ever only been able to find one AirPod? I doubt it. I think not, to The Incredibles. And why am I saying all this? Because this principle has applications everywhere. And here's why it has applications to Dan. Where does that go? The question becomes, where would you look for it? I think this is such a powerful idea. And I think I even said to you, Dan, in our private, uh, Super Secret Private Text Channel, this is why at my office, where I am the, the master of my domain, and I can do any squirrely thing that I want, there's a trash can often very small. Sometimes they're like a Home Depot five gallon. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they're just like a little, like a, like a bathroom sized waste paper basket. You know where, you know where the trash goes in, in my office, the trash goes anywhere that my right hand typically wants to open and have a piece of trash going to a trash can. It doesn't go where I've got room. It doesn't go where it's pretty. It goes where my right hand wants to drop trash. Now, that's extreme because, like I say, this is my, my personal private office here at Coit Tower. I get control here. I don't get in other places. What you do have control over is to always ask yourself, before I put something away, ask yourself, where would I look for it? And we let's let's try this as a little test. So in that instance, Dan, are, are you satisfied with your care? Do you feel like you got good advice or thought technologies for putting – I think, do we agree on a note? I think I said if you got a lot, use a spreadsheet. Yeah, I think, I
1: think that's the good – you know, you,
0: I, you can use your voice, your Siri voice, uh, with notes, which is nice. You say, right. Hey, hey, Dingus, you know, create a note about this. I know, I, I at the risk of sounding very, very simple, I, I ultimately am very simple. I want y'all to think about that instead of putting something into a place that's, I mean, think about this. This goes for task management apps. Like, you get a new task management app and you do all the stuff and all the meta things, change the theme. And in my case, like, open up, you know, Dot .css or dot .less to be able to change the way this header looks or whatever. But do you ever really think about where, where you'll want to find it later? And I, maybe it's just my age, but I find it so satisfying and humbling when I can't find something, I stop and I say to myself, where do I want to look first, really? Or where would my brain have put that? Right now, you can't tell a kid this. Understandably, they're kids. They're they mostly, even though they're cognitively very, very, uh, they're a trash co- cognitive trash fire. They can't be taught anything because they do remember everything that they choose to remember. You know, um, but like I think this is a powerful idea that is deceptive in its simplicity. Um, put it, put it, put it where you're going to look for it, and you know. So, in again, in a task management app. It's ironic to me that when somebody does buy a $100 task management app or what have you, or $5, you spend so much time thinking about, ooh, I got to create all these projects and ooh, never using an inbox, right? You, you, start with, you start with the metadata and then backfill that with your life title, right? That's not a good idea. You start with your life and then figure out what canisters you need. Do you need five one-gallon canisters? Do you need you know, 20 half-gallon canisters? Or do you not need canisters at all? Do you need two piles? These are analogies for your life, but they're real. If you start with thinking about the containers before you figure out what's going to go in them, it's not going to be good. And you're not going to find the stuff that you wanted. What you're going to find is the weird you know, taped-up boxes of your existence mm-hmm. instead of beginning with saying, where will this have a functional use in my life at an indeterminate point in the future? You know, we're back to all the, the, the greatest hits of Merlin's dumb analogies, but you don't keep the fire extinguisher in the attic just because there's more room up there. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. <laughs> good. If you were freaking out right now, you were potentially on the floor. I don't make you sad, but like if, God forbid, something happens and you wake up in, in a choking amount of smoke trying to get your family out, you know, with the doors that open in and the children's shoes are there down in the kill zone, that's definitely where I'm going to die. Like, it seemed at one point the fire extinguisher made a lot of sense on the kitchen counter. Because isn't that where you'd go for it if you had a grease fire? Yeah. You you see where I'm going with this, though, right? Like, think to where you're going to need it, what those conditions will be, and also assume levels of stress not currently present. That's not just for fire extinguishers. That's for anything. If you're out of town and have to find the old PIN code, you know, for some kind of a device because somebody needs to go turn off an alarm or something like that, one of those things that would be a bummer and stress you out. Well, now just run that scenario in your head. Where will I need this information in the future? I've kept it in this big text file back on this one Mac because that seems smart. Well, now how are you going to get to that when you need it? So what was the tip? I had an actual name for this. It's a thought technology, as our friend John Roderick would say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and the, uh, the idea is uh, you're, you're going you're gonna, to um, put it where you'd look for it right now, not where you think it goes. Don't overthink it. First First thought, best thought. First, first out, best. best I like that. First up, best out. Best out, garbage in, best out.
1: Very good. Be best
0: good. pound sign. And Dan, we'll talk more about calendars uh, next. Week. Oh well, I just do a quick check in. How are things going with your Google Calendar? Are you feeling? You're feeling good. Are you feeling empowered?
1: Very actually. It's it's like I feel like um,
0: I feel like like
1: there's, th- there's th- yeah I feel like there's three kind of calendar users. I used to be one type, and now I'm moving into a different type. The first type was. I guess I'll put this thing on my calendar. I, uh, calendars are kind of a nuisance and it's the only thing I can do. And like, I would rather have a paper calendar on my wall or one on my desk, but okay, fine. Everyone's sending me invites, I'll use it. That's type one, that was me. Type two is I use a calendar. It helps me organize my day, but you know, I again, this is something I do for work or I use it with, you know, such and such. And then there's type three, which is kind of, I think your category, which is I live by my calendar and I not only use my calendar as a way to organize my day, but I use it as a way to organize my life and track things and alert me about things. And it is, Mm -hmm. it is a data store. And I It's not like
0: an optional in that case for the third kind, the kind of like me close encounters with the Merlin kind. Yes. Like it's not, it's not just a nice (laughs) to have where I put stuff when it occurs to me. You know, like if you if you're somebody who the library sciences person who who just put the shell, put the books back on the shelf in the right place when you had time or when it suited you. Right. I mean that's an extreme example, but you would not be just doing the essential part of your job. Right. And and so like it's it almost that kind of situation. You're talking to somebody who, as with any profession, there's a tool that they're gonna need to use consistently and, and professionally. Get go- and get good at and use get good it. at, but right. use it every time, not just when it suits them. Yes, you're and not just you're not only going to sharpen your knives if you're a chef. You're not going to just sharpen your knives on days where you have a free thirty minutes.
1: Right, and you're basically building a skill by getting and, good and a habit. at calendaring and a habit mm-hmm. by reinforcing it. So I moved, and then you
0: starting you're starting to move that direction. You feel like well, I've moved directly from you know. <laughs> user part one type to part one three. to user type three. I'm <laughs>
1: skipping two completely. I'm going I love to
0: love it. Ah, oh, you
1: did good. And the That's Google, nice. the, the one other thing is the Google nest hub does a really, I think does a really good job of showing you your calendars, your tasks, your things. And so here's something weird. I don't know how it does this or why it does this, but it seems like at, at, maybe it's programmed for a time, but it seems to know at a certain part time of the day to show me, it will just spontaneously show me my calendars and like what's coming up and what's up for tomorrow. I don't know how it decides when to do that, but it always seems to do oh, it. I'm at the sorry. Right where time. are you seeing
0: that? Where were you seeing that bubble? The
1: Google up? Nest Hub. The screen will just oh, change yes, yes, over. Yes. I don't know. Again, yeah. maybe it's happening at the same time every day, and I just happen to be there. Maybe it knows. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I get I get pictures a hundred photos, a hundred percent of the time. Um, unlike my uh. Amazon device which I just cannot I, there's not enough radio buttons to say please never put anything on my screen that's not this one picture of my daughter. Mm. Stop trying to help me. Stop trying to keep me But I to use love
1: things. the countering integration of the Google on Nest Google. Hub.
0: Oh no, 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 I'm just trying to for comparison But well, 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 I was It's a photo 100% of the time except when it seems to intuitively know. No. Maybe it's cuz it senses movement? Maybe. Right. Maybe you're walking by. This would be a good time for me to remind you what your day looks like, and you Maybe. get a really nice card of cards. Yeah,
1: I love that. I like that. I like the integration with it. I love. I watch a lot of YouTube now. We were talking about that last week. YouTube Premium. Um, mm-hmm. There is. You can if if for. I think it's five or six bucks more a month. If you have family, you can extend YouTube or the YouTube Premium to other people. Not if you're on a G Suite Google Workspace account, but if you're on a regular one, you can. <laughs> and um, and so. You know, like all the things that I like to do on this device are easy to do on the Google Nest Hub, especially because I get to uh, have the YouTube integration and I can tell it what to play. Finally, linking Netflix just started working. Don't know why, but I don't (laughs) know if the... Amazon Echo can do that kind of stuff with the calendars. I don't know if it has Google Calendar integration. And what I really it does. want to do, it does. okay, yeah. is it as good as a
0: Google Nest Hub? I mean, you mean head to head, like a view and an yeah. Echo Echo view yeah. Yeah. versus? No, I don't think because so. Because I feel like I don't want to have devices. I don't want to have no, the Google. Is, the Google looks better, and I, I'm prejud, prejudiced. I prefer the Google one. Just because, I don't know. I mean, Amazon's still the most reliable voice thing I've got, probably, pound for pound. But it's like, it's not it's not fun to use. You know, I don't get the full benefit. But the thing I'm trying to remember to do, which is so middle class and normie, is to remember to yell, you know, hey, dingus, right. reorder chopsticks. Yeah. Okay? So it remembers. my. The whole point of this goddamn thing is to get me to buy stuff Mm -hmm. but i rarely like when's the time i realize i'm out of whatever it's when i'm in the kitchen doing a thing and i forget how easy it says to it is to reorder this and then you can like pick which number of those it's supposed to be etc the google one again my if there is a prejudice for me it's that i'm much more in the google ecosystem um i mean the apps for both of these things suck the Mm -hmm. like the google home app Mm -hmm. is so google it's not good and the amazon alexa app is is it's worse it's It's actually actually worse it's terrible. But like what's and cool like,
1: about what's cool about the, the the Google thing is like I had an old Chromecast that was plugged mm-hmm. into the back of a TV and it found that. And it it's like, yeah, it. yeah, you, yeah, can, yeah. you can add that to your thing. It's like little things like that are kind of cool. But I'll tell you, um, I kind of want to make a choice between the Amazon ecosystem and the Google ecosystem as far as these smart. different devices. I and I'm leaning, Merlin, yeah. I'm leaning toward Google. I will tell you the one thing that I've found to be better because I, again, I have both of these and they're both in like the same room so I can test them. I don't have the Amazon show or anything, but I do have an Alexa or Amazon, sorry, an Amazon device in the room. And mm-hmm. so I can compare them. There is a, um, there is a playlist that I really like on Spotify for playing in the background. And it is called Jazz in the Background. And so I can say to the Google device, I won't use the keywords, Google device, play Jazz in the Background on Spotify. And it'll say Playing mm-hmm. Jazz in the Background Playlist on Spotify and it'll play it. If I say the same exact thing to Amazon's device, Amazon device, played the jazz in the background playlist on Spotify, I will never get it. It will never work. It will never play it. It doesn't matter how I ask for it. It will find something else it usually has oh, the word background or jazz in it. It's some, but,
0: it is something the way that Amazon, what Amazon says, and there must be a good reason for this, but there, let's, so, so I've got something like my leaving the office routine or my turn on the morning lights routine. And yeah. then when it breaks, it breaks so freaking weird and so da da sometimes so like surreal like what it will say back mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. on the amazon one do you, do you find
1: absolutely 100 percent?
0: yes yeah well, I i'm go putting look at i'm putting that playlist history. into
1: the into the show notes why not uh it's a good playlist it's a good idea but, you know like like not having youtube on an mm-hmm. amazon device i think because all the time i'll just say i'll just say um google device uh play youtube And it'll play Mm -hmm. what I'm subscribed to in the next video that's there. Or I can even tell it the name of a video and it plays it. I have found that the Google Nest Hub is even better at understanding what I'm saying and better at context. Um, So I can say, you know, I, I can ask it little questions or refer to the last thing that I asked it. Um, and it will remember, kind of. I'm, I was trying to come up with an example before we. I mm-hmm. started talking about it, and of course, I'm blanking now on it. But it's it seems to be better. I also like that how it, the
0: it but, handles. But I mean, that's that's not an imprecise. It's going to sound silly, but but human beings, we're you know we're wet, hairy beings right? made of meat, right? You know, title and but like <laughs> if something feels better to use and it gets you still gets you to what you want. I mean, how do you describe that? <laughs> what did what did Volkswagen call it in the '80s? Yeah. like the, the 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 impossible to define joy of driving. But there is a Nugent in life, which is like, no, I just I don't. This one is nicer, but I like this other one better. This base that I bought, this really cheap Squire, like a you know the cheapy Japanese Fender, although I think they're all Japanese now. But the, the Squire, the Squire base, it's a slightly short scale. It's got this incredibly smooth matte neck. Dan, I love playing this thing so much. It's and it's cheap. Like I, I could get, I could, if I had the money, I could get a very fancy big bass. But I can't tell you exactly why. But like, it just feels good. The balance. It's got that strat style cutaway on the mm-hmm, tummy mm-hmm, area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is, but it just, as in the smoothness of the neck, it's so fun. I'm not even talking about how it sounds. I like looking at it. I like holding it. Now, is that better or worse than other basses or bass? eye I don't, doesn't matter. This one is perfect and it's a joy to use. That's the gun of our time. And if you've, if you've talked to this thing and it makes you, you know, sad or bummed, like that's not a successful dingus. Dan, I have less, can I do one last thing? Yeah, I think we
1: got, I think we got the time.
0: Uh, all right, let me find this. Let me see if I got it here. Oh, uh, So Dan, I've had a routine. I think it's called, yeah, a routine in Amazon for probably like a year now. And so it's the trigger for this is I say, hey, Dingus, morning lights. Okay? And then the Amazon Dingus says to me, good morning, Captain. Although it doesn't say it in the way they would say it to Captain Kangaroo. I do like to be greeted each morning with something telling me good morning, Captain. I do that with other people and they seem confused. And the few that do get it think it's a Slin album, which it is. It's a song from, uh, you know, Spiderland. Anyway, it says, good morning, Captain. Then it turns on the Seasonally Effective Disorder light. It turns on the Hue lights in our bedroom mm-hmm. to a bright like energize. Mm-hmm. Um it's you know, and again, now the cool stuff, like inside of this automation, this routine, the sad light turns off at 9 30 AM so it's not bugging my wife in her home office all day. Um, what else does it do? Uh oh, it starts playing KQED. Importantly, at volume three. Right. I see, I see. Hey, dingus morning lights. And then it goes and it plays that. Now, now, admittedly, I've I've added a bunch of new stuff to the system lately including some some nana leaf stuff, some hue, there's been changes in the hue app, so admittedly, stuff has gotten a little bit silly lately, but normally I say, "Hey Dingus, morning lights," and then it says, "Good morning, captain." Now, <laughs> Dan, I've gone into my history, and I would like you like to like you to please do a dramatic reading of what I said and what it said back to me today. Well, I mean, I say. Yes. What did oh, you sentient text? Sentient text. Oh, you I say 18. I say first. I say morning <laughs> lights. Hey Dingus, morning lights. And then what, is it? And then what, what does it, it say? It says uh, light is aerial effect. Yeah. That's okay. I'll try that. Let me try that again, Dan. <laughs> hey Dingus, morning lights. <laughs> Manga and others. That's Manga a crazy. And one. Others. And Dan, I've gotten it several times. Now listen, listen. I know a lot of a lot of you. Tech bachelors are going to come at me and tell me actually it's an anime or something. And I don't know. I just don't know. Morning If you want morning lights, you got to get the good one that, you know, I brought worse I did back. And you know what? Keep it in your pants, Johnny. When I say morning lights, I'd like it to do my routine and not say <clears throat> the three word phrase manga and others. It's an areola effect. I, I'm really. It circles around the drain. The what nips.
1: it hears me saying. Now, oh, you to gonna go test look. it right now. Uh, no,
0: no <gasps> oh, are we doing a live I'm demo?
1: No, but I'm Alexa
0: morning lights. <laughs> Let me do that for you again, Dan. Can I make sure you can hear it? <laughs> Alexa morning lights, manga and others. <laughs> okay, thanks, buddy.
1: <laughs>
0: Dan, um, um, this week, as always, manga and others. I love you.
1: I love you too, Merlin, man.